Yo, what's up, guys? It is Brent, and we are back with another episode of Wheel and Trigger. This episode, I got to bring in one of my buddies, uh, a guy that paints for me, guy that races around us quite a bit, um, also on the Ultimate Team, uh, Evan Vale from Prevail Paints. Uh, great kid. He's been racing for a while, been paying his own way, really having to work hard. Um, he's one of the top pros in the Southeast, and uh, he's just a good kid. He, he's fun to be around, and uh, his paintwork is phenomenal. So, um, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you like the page, smash the subscribe button, uh, turn on your notifications, do whatever you can to help us grow this podcast. Uh, it's because of you guys that uh, I'm able to do this and keep it going. So I appreciated it. all the support, and uh, here we go. Did you already count down? I didn't know. Three, two, one. Clap. What's up? Throw, throw a curveball to, to Robert out there. That's <laughs> you right. guys are live. All right. We are live. On a Monday. Well, we're not really live. Yeah. This is recorded, but we're yeah. live recording. You can always edit it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, so I, I walk into the store this morning at, mm-hmm. at 9, pick up a 12 or 18-pack of yeah. Coors Light, bag of ice. Everyone looked at me like. You're crazy as hell. It's fucking Monday. I uh, know. What are you doing? I don't think I'm drinking a beer on a Monday all year. So. Yeah, by Monday, I'm usually tired of drinking beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I'll come back down here during the summertime and drinking beer on a Monday. But. Damn right. You, you guys uh, have been talking about coming down and playing golf. On, uh, I mean, Cameron and Yeah, Cameron and Blake and everybody. Yeah. Well, next time you guys come, you need to make sure you let me know. Oh, for sure. I want to play. I mean, I suck, but I have fun. So. <sighs> Dude, I suck. But. It is what it is. We find things to do. Oh, yeah. That makes it. Not so sucky. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Cameron and Blake, they're pretty good. I just try to keep up, so I don't I, know. Last time I played was with um, uh, Chuck Tut, mm-hmm. KB, and uh, Spencer. Oh, really? Yeah. And I then, saw the Snapchat video. Well, actually, it was uh, Chuck Tut, Cole, and Spencer, and me. Oh, yeah? And Chuck Tut and Cole are pretty good. Yeah, Cole's good. And me and Spencer were sucking. <laughs> just sucking. Yeah. So, it was... You know, it was yeah. fun. It was cold oh, yeah. that day. It was after uh, the fall brawl. It was just yeah. kind of crappy. I think I weather. saw those videos out there. You guys taking shots or something. Shots. We were yeah. hitting hitting balls off of uh, uh, Mick, Mick Ultra cans. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to tee up, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So we got Evan Bale in the house, wheel and yep. trigger. He uh, drove down this morning to hang out with me and yep. talk shop, talk racing, talk... That's uh, right life yep so how's life i mean it's going good doing the same thing right now just painting every day and racing on the weekend so yeah that's about it i mean we have some fun here and there too so yeah your guys is fun depending on who you're hanging out <laughs> with goes in different directions yeah i mean normally we're pretty good but you know fall brawl there was some excitement yeah that was a fun one a good one to remember <laughs> at least I uh, I didn't Justin. go out that night, and yeah. um, I'm 
in a way, I'm glad I didn't. And the other, you know, I'm like, damn, yeah, I would have loved to have been there for that. Yeah, I like hit everybody up trying to get y'all to come out. And I know. We got like Dustin and Josh and guys like that. Yeah, didn't. Uh, Dustin. Was uh, Stike Leather and them? I don't. Jake didn't come, but Joseph did. Joseph did, yeah. So I think it was like me, Joseph, Cole, Drip, Josh. I don't think Spencer went. He was sick. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Nick, is your uh, I know you just told me you had um, uh, surgery on your nose. Oh, yeah, is it is it gonna be um, sensitive to smoke? No, nah, it's normally pretty good, honestly. I just it's really uh, weird. yeah, I just have like a deviated septum and they fixed it three weeks ago, like I was saying. So it's not sensitive though. My buddy James Van Hook, oh, yeah. He sent me a care package before I went to DNC with some goggles and stuff, and then he also oh. included this little bad boy in here, and I figured this would be a great time to... Uh, what is that thing? This is a Klotz. The Klotz oil uh, candle. Yeah. It's supposed to smell like uh, bin oil caster... Well, that's pretty cool. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see what it does. Hopefully, it doesn't set off the smoke alarm. Is that like gel in there? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Huh. Like I thought it would be a candle, but yeah. Um, so we'll see what it does when it gets down there. Hopefully, oh. it doesn't catch fire and blow up. But yeah, we'll find out in a minute. It'll be fun. We're gonna catch it on camera. <laughs> that's <laughs> if, right. If it does. So that's cool. Never seen one of those. No, me neither. When I saw it, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty awesome." Yeah. So sweet. So yeah, man. So you in full uh, psycho prep? Pretty much. I mean, I practiced Addison B at like a week ago for a couple of days, and I went to Overcast the day after too and practiced there. So pretty much practiced up. But I think uh, this week I'm gonna prep and get everything, all the bodies and stuff painted for people too. So yeah, you probably gotta bring a bunch of bodies. Yeah, this year I'm actually pretty good. I kind of planned ahead, but in years past, God, like I would be stressing out the week before. I'd be painting like 40 bodies right before the race. Ugh. But what, I've learned my lesson. What do you like? What is your schedule on a yeah. week when you're painting? You know, if you've got, let's just say, 100 bodies. All right. Yeah. How do you schedule it out, and and how many do you normally do in a day, a week? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not doing 100 a week. I'm. I'd kill myself if I tried well, to do that. Well, I'd just throw a, a number yeah. out there. I mean, normally I'm doing like four or five a day, I'd say. But, I mean, I try to mask up like what all I have that guys sent me within the last month at the same time. So it might be 100 bodies. And then every week I'll go in and pick which ones I want to paint and basically spend one day drawing them out and masking them up and like cutting them out and then the next day painting them. So... I usually have like two batches per week and it ends up being like, I don't know, 20, 30 bodies, something like that. So you basically, do you, do you try to, knowing who your racers are and the people that you paint bodies for, do you try to like group them by the colors you're using yeah, and stuff like that? I try to. So like I was looking at these bodies on the wall, like I would like the ones with the blue in it. I would try to like at least group those together and maybe if they have the orange or whatever. I mean, I try to like, get to a certain point on everybody and then kind of build the next layer up. So like maybe I'll spray it blue and then a green on the next one and then do like back them all with white at the same time or something. So, gotcha. I mean, that's the quickest way I've found to do it. It's, it still takes forever, but 
What got you into painting bodies? God, I was thinking about that on the way here because I know that would probably come up. But, uh, yeah, when I was, like, in high school, that's when I kind of started racing. And my dad was wanting me to just try the painting because my dad's an artist. So, well, he's Your like, sister's an artist, too. Yeah, like, she's really good. I mean, I saw the helmet that you guys collaborated yeah, on. That was badass. That was, It turned out sweet. Yeah, it did. But, uh, yeah, I was just in high school, and I wanted to race. But then I knew if I worked, I'd most likely be working on the weekends. So I tried painting my own bodies, and then that kind of worked out. I don't know. They were whatever. And then I remember it was, who was it? It was Michael Koontz, I think. He was like, he wanted me to paint him a body. So I was like, all right, I'll just try it. So I tried it, and I painted him some, it might be on Facebook, heck, I don't know. But I tried it, and I painted him a body, and then it kind of just escalated from there. Do you it's have, like, uh, in, in your on your Facebook, do you have yeah. like a gallery of bodies? I do for, like, kind of, more or less on Instagram. So, like, Instagram. you can see my progression over the years. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're not all as detailed from the beginning as they are now. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't post them all. But the ones I'm, like, that are different, I try to post. Yeah. So. Well, you, I remember, like, seeing bodies. You started doing, I'm, I'm trying to f- remember who they were. But mm-hmm. kind of early on when you really started t- getting good you know you finally found your way yeah one of the things i noticed about your bodies that a lot of people don't do is you were doing like you didn't care about window masks you were like utilizing like crazy designs Mm. in the windows like tribal looking window designs and Mm -hmm. um totally different you know i'm trying to look and see what we got yeah like kind of like kyle's yeah yeah, kyle's has a little bit in it but um yeah, I mean, some of them were just totally different. Yeah. I, I thought that was really cool. I, I'm kind of a traditionalist. I yeah. kind of like the windows, but I also like the fact that you went out of the box and did something that yeah. wasn't just yeah what everybody does. And I, actually, I didn't create that style because when I was growing up, Barry Pettit was like big into racing, and that's mm. how his windows were. So I kind of got it yeah, off. I my remember head. Barry's had too. Who, yeah. who painted his stuff? You remember? I don't know who started, but like at the end of his racing career, I was painting them. You were, but uh. I don't know who came up. It might have been Scuba Steve. Where I, I don't know if you know who that is. But I don't know Scuba he was Steve. a painter near me, and he might have created it. I'm not quite sure. I know that uh, JB. We we he'd oh, been JB called. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. He'd been called Scuba Steve a couple yeah. times, but I don't think he uh, paints. <laughs> no, not in that type of way. <laughs> that dude is wild. Man. Oh yeah, he's funny. He's out of RC, but he's in RC. Like yeah. just, like where the hell? Uh, where you at, JB? He's probably racing street bike somewhere. Right. I went over to his house one day, and he had like five in the garage. Yeah, he goes all in. Yeah, so nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. So do you have like a, don't even say mine. Like, <laughs> do you have a, a body design that that you've done that you just, like, above all? Oh, like that, that's that your I favorite. Like the, the person that, like, mm, so I know when I when I got my design made, I told the yeah. painter exactly what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is how I want it. These are the colors I want. And I assume... A lot of people don't do that. They just give you freedom. You know, yeah. say, these are the colors I want. Go at it. Yeah. It depends. Like, some people, they'll, like, send me a couple of schemes they've seen that they like, and then I kind of go off. I don't copy it, but, like, maybe I'll combine different aspects of it into yeah. one. And then some just give me a free-for-all. And But, honestly, I mean, I kind of like direction a little bit. Because yeah. if not, I'm staring at the wall just trying to come up with I'm ideas. the same way. Because I get, like, uh, what is it called? Writer's block or designer's block? Yep. That's, so, and that's how I am. Like when I'm doing, because I've been in graphic design for 20 plus years. Yeah. And when when I'm working on something, if somebody doesn't tell me you yeah. know, what they want, yeah. 
I hate coming up with a fresh idea because then after all the time you spent, they're yeah. going to be, They'll still like especially when it's it. digital, yeah. they can be Gosh. like, well, can you change this? Can you change that? Yours, yeah. like when you send it to them, it's done. Yeah, there's no coming back. Maybe they can change it on the next paint scheme, yeah. but on the, you know, you can send it to them and it's like, I hope you like it. Yeah, But sure. uh, when it's digital, they're like, hey, can you change this? Can you change that? Can you? Yeah, I can imagine. It's like, well, why didn't you tell me what you wanted to begin with? Yeah, you know, yeah. I love it when people tell me. This yeah. is what I want, you know. It makes it easier on you. At least Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I like like coming up with new stuff. Kind of like on my body is I just like throw random stuff at it to see if it works. And then kind of transition that to other people's. But like I, on like a random person that just came to me, I, I try to kind of keep it traditional with the style I'm used to. That way they're not like too surprised with something. Like, yeah. You know, I don't want them to not like it. Yeah, I feel so. like that's important that RC has always had x amount of you know the styles the styles yeah. you know and yeah. and people change the colors add different stuff to it but yeah um yeah i i mean your stuff you're definitely in the top mentioned painters in the country right now I yeah mean, i try i mean there's some good guys out there like oh, chris yeah. rupp i mean I've yeah, but always he quit. Admired, yeah but i've always admired his work growing up i mean he was like his lines are the best out there i think so yeah he was and, and that's obviously who I had my stuff done before I yeah. sent it to you. And, and he, he's one of those guys you just yeah. can't leave until he leaves, uh, you know? Uh, and so uh, when I he checked out, you know, it's like, I'm yeah. on to, and yeah. you know, if I found you before him, I would have been, yeah, you weren't still, painting then. No, you know? I mean, he was painting long before I even started. I'm sure. Yeah. So I like to support my buddies and yeah. uh, I've known you quite a while. You've been yeah. racing down and in, in, at the Badlands and yeah, you've been to our years. shop for many times for the bigger races. So, yeah, you know, I wish I could come more often, honestly. Yeah. That's a, uh, what is it uh, about three and a half, four hours for you? Yeah. It's like, it ended up being like three and a half today, but like the traffic coming in here is ridiculous. I don't oh. know. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not even peak season yet. Sorry. Well, we're going through different spring breaks yeah, right now. That's true. So that's true. But so I remember not too long ago you were working for Ryan with Indossel. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember Ryan's last name. I, it's Ryan Young. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember him from when I raced go karts and he oh, was so just you know getting him. started. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um in he, he was the helmet to have yeah. back then. I mean he's still really good. Oh, amazing. Yeah, like he it's is crazy probably one of the top couple in the country Oh, for sure maybe in the world i mean he's yeah. he's up there oh yeah um so what was that experience like learning from somebody like that because that had to have jump start you from where you were oh, before yeah. you started working for him yeah. even even just doing i i remember you telling me like you did a lot of the prep work and base work yeah i mean at first i did and then they i guess they realized i could kind of airbrush so they were letting me kind of put my own ideas on stuff but yeah that was a great opportunity um yeah, he kind of, like, hit me up on Facebook one day. I guess somebody recommended me, I guess because of the bodies, and he only – his shop was, like, 15 minutes from me. Nice. So, yeah, he uh, hit me up, and I ended up taking that job, and he let me paint my bodies in his shop, like, on my off time, not painting the helmet. So I'd stay in there after and just paint the bodies, which was nice because now I'm back in my garage, and I'm kind of, like, bored out there by myself. But right. it is what it is. But, no, Ryan's – it was great. He – um. He taught me a lot. It was like more of like an internship. I kind of took it as nice, but yeah, I mean, because obviously painting a body is reverse to painting a helmet, right? So, on a helmet, you have to like spray your color first and then mask off on top of that to keep the color down, or the body is opposite, right? So that was a big learning curve because like trying to just come up with an idea on a helmet was like 
my brain couldn't function like that at first. It was so trained in yeah. in Lexan under the co- yeah. underneath it reverse. Was, it was. I remember they gave me a helmet one day, and I just like because they would design different designs on the top because I guess that's like the main piece of a helmet you'd want to see. And I just sat there for like two hours just looking at it, like I don't even know what the heck to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I kind of ended up watching the, uh, one of his coworkers or my coworkers at the time, Dwayne, in there. And I'd watch him do what he did, and it kind of taught me a little bit. So Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was kind of intimidating at first going in there because I knew they were so good at what they did. Do you like painting helmets? Yeah, like, I mean, it's pretty fun. It's a lot more, a longer process because you have to sand it and clear it and then re-sand it again. So it's a lot of work, but Which is what Chris did. Like, he quit with bodies. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, yeah. Fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars for a helmet versus yeah, 75, 75 body, or yeah. so for a body, you know, and it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Even if it takes you a week, yeah, it's still better than only doing, you know, yeah. twenty bodies a week. Oh, for sure. And know? it's like you get to focus on that one design and right. not having to come up with twenty different designs. Right. So yeah, I mean I paint some helmets on my own now, but I don't try to focus my business around it right now at least. And I wasn't really trying to like I'm in Ryan's area, so I wasn't really trying to get all the late model guys and stuff like he does. So I was trying to do like more motocross stuff because he never really got into that aspect of it. So that's smart. So I don't know. I mean, I, recently I've been painting for a bunch of kids that are coming up in the motocross scene. So and they all love it. Like they were for Christmas, I painted like two or three, and like their parents gave them to them for Christmas and took a video and sent it to me, and they're oh, all nice. going crazy. So that was cool. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah. Anytime you see a happy customer, I mean, it's yeah, we see it too in the RC oh, side bet, of stuff, yeah. you know, especially in your hobby shop. I mean, yeah, those kids that come in, yeah, so. it's a great feeling. Yeah, it is. That's for I like, sure. but with what you do, like you're giving somebody individuality, and yeah. I, I like that. I think that's really cool in the sense that you you're like carving out somebody's. This is their look. Yeah, you know, for sure. and you get to dictate that to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Yeah, and that's what when I worked for Ryan, that was what he was big about. It was like, I guess you see a lot of helmet painters. They like just slap a scheme on there that might have done before, and may, it might have not been the same scheme, but like you can kind of see their work kind of like it's kind of relative to every single helmet they paint. And his were always like in like very individual for the person. Like he would come up with like a cool graphic for somebody that kind of represented who they were or mm-hmm. something it was just ryan's really smart when it comes to that i'd say like yeah. just making something feel like it's your own so is it you think it's about knowing the customer or is it just oh, for co- sure yeah yeah it's it's about knowing who they are what they yeah. do maybe mm-hmm. you know i mean he'd ask the right questions like like you're saying on the interview she i should have given it to you like yeah. before <laughs> yeah he uh he would ask the right questions for the people so he wouldn't like make like he would take ideas from them and design it and show them afterwards like he wouldn't like give them a halfway progress picture because then they would throw all these random ideas and yeah tell them and just what about like, this what about that yeah so he would just take what they got and threw it all together and then show them the finished product and 99 percent of the time everybody loved them so yeah i mean what are you gonna do yeah. if if they don't like it yeah. Go to a different painter next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But this is what you got yeah, this time. This time yeah, because <laughs> you if not, your, you're going to kill yourself. You want your helmet, pay up, sucker. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, after it's all said, then they all look pretty cool. So yeah. it's pretty hard to say that doesn't look cool. Well, I'm, see, back in the day, yeah, you would. Co- it's almost kind of like RC bodies for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't change the variation of my body very much. Yeah. But back in the day, helmets, and that's why I do my bodies the way I do, because those are like mm-hmm. my helmet, you know? So when okay. I raced cars, your helmet was what 
that was you. And, yeah. and most racers always had the same helmet. Oh, really? That was kind of like yeah. you watch IndyCar and stuff like that. I grew yeah, up watching. Yeah, it's the same in IndyCar now. It, it was always the same. Yeah. But now, like you watch Formula One or NASCAR, they got a different helmet for every race. They do. You know, in yeah. a different design because now it's all sponsor related. Oh, for but sure. But back in the day, the helmet wasn't about the sponsor. The helmet was about oh. the that was the only thing colored on the car. Mm-hmm. that could be different than what the sponsors wanted back in the day. Yeah, for sure. But now they incorporate helmets as part of yeah. the whole appearance, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it would be easy to make, you know, for a Tony Stewart back in 1995, mm-hmm. 25 helmets because same, you just paint yeah. them all the same. Yeah, now they want something different. Yeah, every race it's yeah. a different, you know, theme or different sponsors on board or whatever, yeah, you for know? sure. I mean, yeah. I, I see what you mean there for sure. I think um, what's cool though is like when I painted for Ryan, I think uh, all the his like cream of the crop was like all the dirt late model guys from like their Saturday night racing. They would just come in there and obviously they're all different designs, but it's like I think this putting all the sponsor logos and stuff kind of takes away from like the personality aspect yeah. of it. So yeah, the designing is maybe a little bit harder, but I think having like obviously having it personalizes. Yeah, if I mean, when he was money. all the people racing go karts. Yeah, I mean, in go karts, the helmets the shiniest, prettiest thing. Yeah, for sure. Go kart bodies are pretty plain for the yeah. most part. You know, maybe some wraps, but yeah, you know, so like that helmet was the center of attraction. Yeah, and he he made it big. Oh, he yeah. did really well with it. And it's funny because I've never really been to a go kart race until like the last two <laughs> years. And I went there after. I think I was already done working for Ryan at the time, but I went there afterwards and went to the go kart race and like. Every single person had one of his helmets on. I was like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like when I show up to RC race and see my bodies out there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, so, it's got to feel good. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, I would say the people that I, I mean, Kyle gave you mad props on the on the show. But cool. I would say probably most of the people that in the southeast right now, if there's mm-hmm. only three painters in the southeast that yeah. I know people use, and that's you. Genova and Eric, yeah. you know, you three yeah. are really the most used painters on the East Coast, Southeast, oh, for, sure. for sure. I think they paint more than I do, but it is what it is. I mean, I race a lot too. So. But you're young, yeah. and they, you know, like Larry doesn't race. Yeah, Eric races, but you yeah. know, he's he doesn't travel a lot like you do. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I would say, you know, as long as you're making a living, you're probably doing all right. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't know if I'll do it forever. I think eventually i'm kind of trying to put it like as like a side job and i don't really know what i want to do full-time yet but uh that it'd be cool if i could like pick like 20 or 30 of my closest friends or group of guys i race with and just paint for them and like every so many months like they'll obviously need more bodies so yeah it's kind of create something like that especially in a scale yeah a scale bodies are yeah all the time and it's like i could make sure my turnaround's good for my friends so because Sometimes it's like I'll go to a race and I'll come back. It's like with like 50 extra bodies and I didn't even expect it. Like so, and then my turnaround time will go up another month. And it's just like people only want to wait so long. Yeah. So I'm only one person. So <laughs> I try. Yeah. I, I always see that being said on, uh, I, I think Eric, last time I seen Easy put up, he said, uh, there's, you don't offer me money. Yeah. Don't, don't expect, I, I forget what he said, but it's basically like, look, here's the queue. Mm-hmm. Whenever you send it, it goes into that queue. Yeah. It's coming out as soon as the one before you is done. Yeah. 
So I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm painting every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have to understand, send enough bodies so that you don't have to, or send it with enough time. Yeah, you know, exactly. Don't, don't send it today and hope for it for Saturday. I know. That's, yeah. the, that's the worst, too. Some guys will expect it. Like, even, like, two weeks from when they send it, it's just, like, I have, like, 50 in front of you right now. So, But, like, like you said, send enough to where, like, you have enough to race with yeah. before you need more. Like When you hit the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Send three more. Or like Danny's like Danny Stockman's a good example. He'll like send <laughs> no, he'll have like I'll look go in his trailer, he'll have like four fresh bodies there and he's sending me home with like four more. So it's like he's good for six months, but he's making sure he's good for like six months out from where I can paint them. So right. That's smart. I mean he's that's never, what I would do with Chris. I told yeah. I always told him, I was like, here's my bodies. Just yeah. send them when you're done. I've for got sure. plenty of bodies. Just send them when you're done. Yeah. And then if we got close, like if we were doing something for nationals or something yeah. like that, be I'd be like, hey, we're two weeks out, you know. Yeah. And he'll wait until the last minute. Yeah, that's, that's how the painters are. I mean. <laughs> it's graphic design. I I, I'm the same way with, with, uh, with digital stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'd be the worst about trying to bring all the bodies to the races and giving them out on practice day. I know that's got to <laughs> aggravate some guys because they want to get them ready for the race. Yeah, and stuff, get them cut out and. It is what it is. It is. I mean, you try your best to get everything out, but God, it's hard sometimes. I think it's so, it's kind of like, if you can't do it yourself, don't expect somebody to do it yeah. any any quicker than you thought you could do it. You know, yeah. like we can all spray rattle can a, a body oh, sure, in five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I can do that like real quick yeah, if you want. I'll hook you up. Yeah. I'll even do a two-tone for Heck you. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, if you want a day turnaround on a one rattle can job, let me know. Yeah, I can do that. I was speaking to Danny. I was uh, I was hoping that he was he, there was a chance he was going to be in town last week. Oh, really? And yeah. I'd love to have him on this because I'm sure he's got some. Uh, oh yeah, some crazy stories. Yeah, Danny's a funny one. He's that's wild, for sure. man. Yeah, he, I like uh, hanging around Danny. Yeah, he's such a good guy too. Oh you yeah, you know that's that's one of the cool things. Like, there's guys that kind of have made it or, or in industries where like you could have some yeah. arrogance or whatever, but Danny, yeah. like he's just one of us. Yeah. You would never even know it, honestly. And I honestly, I didn't know it when I first met him. We yeah. were just hanging out. No, he just, he, so. he loves RC. Yeah. You know, he's not racing cars or anything. He no. loves RC. So his job just puts him, you know, at a higher profile, works for yeah. high profile people, you know, yeah, but it's pretty cool. He's uh I just want to hear those stories, man. Oh, I yeah. love stories. I think that's, you know, one of the main reasons I started this whole thing was for stories. Like, yeah. And, and, and I've you know told the story a million times, but the yeah. fact is I wanted to start this podcast was supposed to be uh, a YouTube channel that was called something along the lines of stories with racers. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like supposed to be at campfires and stuff like that after yeah. races and just, there's some good ones. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the drinks start flowing. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, for sure. Yeah. Well, so Speaking of that, what happened to Drip that night? Oh, at Fall Brawl? Yeah. God, that was, it was a funny one. Well, we had all, it was probably late. I mean, it was later that night, obviously, but we'd all went out. We went to some first bar. What bar was that? We kept telling you we were going to eat now. Bumsteads? Yeah. So we ate there because the food's pretty good there. The food's really good there. It's yeah. uh, hooked to Dagwoods, which yeah. is one of the best places to eat in town. Yeah, me and Nick, I think we ate there every night. So, I mean, we went there and played some pool and ate every night. But then that Saturday night, we invited everybody out. We met this group of people that wanted to go to that nightclub or whatever. What's it called? 3001? I'm surprised you guys didn't end up at Pulse. That's the gay club, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we weren't I figured there. you guys were going to end up there. Wrong club. <laughs> no, nah, it was just like 
3001 is connected to a bunch of different clubs or something. Yeah, they got like the Bourbon Cowboy and yeah. all different kind of things. Uh, of course, we just went to the nightclub area because we were all just having fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were all hanging out there, whatever. And it was a good time. We had Josh to drive us. He wasn't really drinking or anything. So Josh was driving us. And I think me and Nick were riding in the truck bed to get there because we were packed in that truck. Yeah. So, but yeah, we all came back to the hotel afterwards. And I don't know exactly how this happened, but like drip, like bear hug Nick, like from the back or something. I think Joseph might have like pushed him, and like drip just freaking face planted on the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, he was a bloody mess. Well, dude. I did. I thought he was like obviously. I'm sure it hurt, but I thought he was joking around, like just staying down there. So we all dogpiled him or whatever <laughs> after. And uh, even worse, yeah. And I think he was like out cold for a second. We didn't oh, know it, shit. so we all got up and like there's like a pool of blood right there, like right underneath his face. We're like, oh gosh. So yeah, he had like busted his face open and stuff. And I guess he went to the ER in the morning and all that. Yeah, he came the next morning and everyone's like, you seen drip? And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, not yet. And then he showed up and his face was black <laughs> so and blue, bad. stitches and shit. And he's like, bro, I just got back from the ER. Everybody said Nick beat him up. <laughs> God, it was funny. Oh, man. He still questions to this day if Nick pushed him down. I was like, no. I think you guys are both, like, equally responsible for that one. I'd heard a story that someone might have gotten behind him and then someone just pushed him or something like that. Yeah, I, it was. It happened so quick. I was still getting on the truck, but I just know he was <laughs> on the ground. So, yeah, he was uh, not happy when that happened. We all went up to the hotel and we were, like, trying to band-aid him up and stuff and just wasn't working out, but. Oh, poor drip. Yeah. I guess I'll take another one, too. All right. But, uh, yeah, that's a fall brawl to remember right there. That was a fun one. I thought you were going to smoke coal. Um, I tried. <laughs> you had a good buggy. Yeah. You, you you smoked him in truck. Well, I did until it broke. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it broke, like, with, like, 10 minutes to go that's or right. something. Popped a drive shaft out. That's right. Never mind. So. But yeah, I had a good chance to get him in truck. So, but buggy, that's always one I've been wanting and never quite get. So, yeah, that's what uh, Melton was saying. And uh, he TQ'd it this year. And on the podcast that night, he was all excited. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to count my chickens. He said, but uh, I've never had that fall brawl nitro trophy. And this is, this is my, my chance. Did he get it? No. Oh, that's he a hard one. I don't know why it's like that. Well, I, I, yeah. my chance at getting it went away. I lost it with 30 seconds to go. Yeah, I did two one. Ago. I think it was the same year. I flipped over on the last lap. I was like, I think it was when Seth Van Dalen won it. That was like the last lap he got. I was like, I didn't want the second place plaque at that point. I yeah, was like, no. <laughs> I was gutted, man. But God, it sucks. You know, it's that's why we race. Yeah, for sure. You know, yep. I was getting better, and now I'm really sucky i'm trying to race more and get it's back hard. to it and yeah it's hard gotta race i know you i gotta, realized you that gotta run you gotta you gotta have wheel time yeah all these kids growing up are getting fast so so you said you didn't start racing until you were like in i mean you started yeah. racing kind of late right i mean i was probably like ninth grade i mean i always was knew what rc cars were but i couldn't really afford one <laughs> like growing yeah. like my parents always made me pay for them so they had supported me, but, like, if you want one, you're paying for it. So I think I saved up, like, maybe, like, eighth or ninth grade and got a used Mugen car and ran that for a while. So, 
I'm trying to think when that was. So you've only ran Mugen and AE pretty much. Yeah, that's like, it. Those, those are two teams you've been on. Those are. Yeah. I mean, were you even on the Mugen team? Yeah, for like two years. Yeah. But it was like a fifty percent deal. So. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was it was a good car. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I think I probably started in like 2010, I think. And I was, what was that? I was probably 14, 13. So, not that late, but later than that, all the kids start now. And you were at the hobby stop up there? Yeah, in Rock Hill. I raced there for like two or three years. I didn't know there was any other tracks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have Facebook and stuff. That's true. We had Carolina's RC, but I didn't know what that was about. And I finally found the Farm 2 track. That was in Charlotte at the time. They ran the Worlds like the year before. Yep. And it was like closed down when I went out there to go. I think when I found that, I had like a T-Max or something. I just wanted to go out there and bash on the track. But like the track was closed down at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I ran there or at Hobby Stop for like three years. And the track was so small. I mean, it was half the size of the Badlands. Yeah. And I, I think I ended up, ended up going to like Cherryville, which is called Nitro Valley. It was like an hour yep. from my house. And it was pretty big track, and I sucked because like my like my depth perception was off and stuff. So, yeah, it, it was a big learning curve for sure. And I think when I first started, like Brandon Melton, he was the guy to beat around here. Him and Chris Pace, and yeah, like Barry Pettit and Jason Smith and all those guys. So yeah, they Travis, were the guys. Yeah, Travis, Travis Dupree. Dupree and yeah, and who else was Travis Phillips? Maybe I think. Do you remember him? I don't remember him. He ran Kyosho back then, but he was really good too. Yeah. So there was a, I mean, not that there's not a bunch of hot shots here now, but yeah. there was a point in time, especially when I got started 10 years ago here in this area. Oh yeah. That it was popping. Like there was a mm-hmm. bunch of fast guys in this area, especially at the Badlands. Yeah. Like Travis Dupree and Jason. And yeah. I mean, even Monty and KV were really fast too. Yeah. But not they, that they've not all now. kind of fallen off. They've all kind of gone a different direction. I mean, it's, yeah. it is a hobby for, Ninety-nine percent of the people that do it. Yeah, I mean, Jason's still pretty fast sometimes. He is he when he puts it fours. together. Yeah, <laughs> I know he wants it. That's tough. I mean, yeah. he's he's got the speed, but expects more than he puts in. Yeah. You know, Jason races once a month, once every couple months, and yeah. same thing as me. You know, you just can't expect to go out there and light the world up when yeah. you're, you're not putting in the work. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, especially when everybody else is, and then yeah. So it just it depends how good you want to be. It's like there's always another level out there to achieve, and it's always the work you put in. Yeah. So, and that's a hard one to grasp sometimes because it's like, I mean, I know I could be better than what I am, but it's like I know how much work it takes as well. How bad so, you want it, you know? Yeah. How much time can you spend on your hobby or, you know, exactly. your business? And, you know, yeah. that's that's why I had to juggle. Yeah, for sure. You know, life and, and work and hobby. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now, honestly. It's like, yeah, it is. Because it's like you always had that goal of what you wanted to be in your hobby. Like, like obviously, you want to be the best you can be. And, like, for years, that's all I wanted to be was the best I could be at RC racing. But yeah, it's like you see a point to it's like, is it all that time you put in? Is it worth worth it, really? That's, I mean, that's the question for anything we do. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, in, in, I think when I, I, when I, my child was born. Yeah. The only thing that mattered was being the best dad I could be. Oh, for sure. You know, and the, but when you, when you're working, you know, for beach hobbies, like, mm-hmm. do I want to be as big as possible? Well, yeah. Maybe, but I just want to be good. I, yeah. You know, we want to be good at what we do. We don't want to just be okay. We want to be known for what we do. And mm-hmm. you know, the, there's when it comes to RC, I learned a long time ago. I'll yeah. never 
get paid to do RC. Yeah. So I'm okay with sucking. If I go to a race and I don't do well, I don't leave there upset. But it's all for fun too. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, I get bummed because I expect more out of myself. Oh, yeah. But I don't put in the work. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people kind of struggle. Yeah. Is they, they know at one point they were good or they are good and mm-hmm. they're not getting the results and they, they get frustrated. They'll either quit yeah. or they'll always have a bad time when they're doing it because yeah. they're hating it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's no way to enjoy the money no, you're spending. You know what I mean? No, because it's not cheap. It's I mean, not cheap. Traveling. You've no. got to you got to do it because you love it, and you know, yeah. in situations, I would say like you, you're sponsored. You yeah, know, you get a, a lot of stuff. I would assume for free or very cheap. Yeah. You know, compared to most people, you have to perform to some extent. Yeah, to some extent. And you extent, have to yeah. race a certain amount of times for them to like want to keep taking care of oh, you. Oh, for sure. But um, you know, at the same time, I I've always said as long as you, the more fun you have, the better you'll do. Oh yeah. And yep. you got to keep the, keep that in perspective because you and your group of guys, you guys always have fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's why I love time. hanging out with you guys yeah. at the track because you guys aren't just there like just wrenching to the point of yeah. being pissed. Yeah, I mean, I do put in the work for sure too, but it's like at the end of the day, I know we're. I mean, we can have fun after too. So yeah, or at least maybe not that we can have fun next week. I don't know, but yeah. it's like. Like, SIC, I went to SIC this year and realized, like, I hadn't raced a bunch before then. I'm, I might have raced Fall Brawl, but that was probably it. Maybe, well, and Masters. Was that Masters near Fall Brawl? I don't know. I didn't really race that much coming leading into SIC. And I went there, and it's like, I put in, like, I wrenched the most I ever wrenched in my life. And uh, I just didn't have the results. And, like, it just showed me that I would have to put in a lot more work than I realized to yeah. get to where I wanted to be. Because I've... Back in the day when there was as many, like, fast kids coming up. So it was, like, it was easier to get in the mains, I think, at these, like, psycho and all that, those kind of races. And now it's, like, I mean, every race is, like, a nationals. Yeah. Actually, every race is bigger than nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. At this point. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, uh, speaking on that note, I just seen where they just posted an updated rule book for roar yeah i didn't even read it yet well i haven't read it yet either but and i'm going to uh it just happened a few days ago and i'm excited because they had we needed some leadership and Mm. it looks like looks like the right decision's been made the right person's been voted in for now um but yeah all these races man psycho sic dnc silver state um you know, all, all these, let's just say there's 10 races a year yeah. other than nationals that are basically yeah. as big or bigger. For sure. I mean, Fall Brawl is a national mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the biggest race we have on the East Coast, like, that's outdoors. That's, yeah, that's not an indoor track. Yeah. Yeah. And so. it's it, but it's taking a lot of time for them to get it to that point. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I just in, somewhat inherited those, that, that kind of... Uh, yeah, uh, a crowd that's been built. I mean, people you're the right guy to do it, though. That's for sure. Because everybody it. knows you. Yeah, you know, I mean, we worked hard to build our brand. Yeah, you know, and and that's what it took. That's why it. That's why we are able to step in. Yeah, and still have a decent. I mean, it was good this past year. I thought it was great. It didn't really. I mean, it didn't feel any different than it normally has. I it's, thought it. And, and I'm not, not saying. Better, so. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying because it was me yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, but I think it was one of the best fall brawls in the yeah. last 10 years. I've been going for 10 years. Oh, for sure, yeah. And there was a couple that have been pretty good, but this was probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah, me too, um, honestly. But that's not taken away from what they did. No. Because they've they've 
those guys put in a yeah. lot of work and they had an amazing track record oh, of yeah. great races and great tracks and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but I, I thought this, this year's fall brawl was awesome. Oh yeah. It couldn't have really gone any better no, for our first one. It was good. And the schedule was good. I mean, I was done racing every day at like six o'clock. Yeah. It gave us time to do something after. It's because so. we threw in that qualifier on Friday. Which is, I like that. That's yeah. And, and we, it, it's always been a seating round or, yeah. or just practice. And yeah, then exactly. three rounds on Saturday. God almighty. Yeah. 300 plus entries on Saturday good sucks. Luck. Yeah. I don't so. like getting done at 12 o'clock at night. It's Especially big. in December. <laughs> no, you be freezing. <laughs> freezing as cold. Sometimes it's a little wet, you know. Normally windy. it is wet yeah. out there. God. You got lucky. Yeah. 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 I swear every year it rains sometime during the fall roll, but. Did it rain this year at all? Maybe before. I think it was. It was before. Or no, it was on. The, it rained before. We oh, had to it? build the track again on Thursday. That's right. To have it ready for practice, we thought we weren't going to practice Thursday. Yeah. And we were only two hours late. That's not. So bad. we we opened up at two instead of twelve. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that Damn. that was just because the week leading up we had all kind of sh- crap weather. Yeah. And then we didn't have any bad weather. I mean. I remember seeing Danny Paz up on the driver's stand in his little, like, uh, pop-up tent (laughs) while he's doing all the video work. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was cold and maybe a little misty every now and then. But, um, well, we had that rain came um, on Friday night qualifiers. That's what I was thinking because I think I was already – I had left the track by then. Yeah. I heard it rained or something. Because that's when Joker got hurt marshalling. That's right. Yeah, I heard about that. But that was – I mean, it wasn't a big rain. It was enough to make the track kind of snotty. Yeah. But the, after that, the it's rest good. of the weekend, the track was money. Oh, yeah. That water good. was actually, like, perfect for it. Yeah. 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 And y'all's dirt's good there, too. It holds the that, water. That dirt is good. Yeah. It's Thank like God. our dirt comes from a similar, came from a similar place. Not the yeah. same as where they have it, but it's it, same yeah. stuff. There's a lot of sand or something. In it, a little sand it? in ours. There's, there's, they yeah. added sand to it. Did they? Yeah. That just soaks up the water, though, right? Yeah, it. It was just eating so many tires. Yeah, that's what it's known for, though. I know. I mean, it, it's, but this year wasn't bad. I didn't think it wasn't bad. No, it. I mean, it wore out, especially Main's day. Yeah, the track yeah. was like hard as a brick. Yeah, as it gets. But at night, it's like y'all's track changes. Like you have to be on your tire game here. Yeah, because I mean, you could be on like a. Proline S2 compound, and then it might be, like, on an M4 or clay. It's yeah. just, like, crazy. Oh, man, there's been those years where those clay slide locks where if you didn't have them, you yeah. were done. Yeah. That's, I mean, I like it. Like, there's a lot of tracks in our area around like that. Because for years, I mean, at nighttime, if you're on a clay slide lock, wherever you're at around here, that's the way to go. What's your favorite track you run? Like, I mean, obviously, I like the Badlands. Permanent track. Um, I mean, Badlands is up there just because, like, that's one of the first tracks I've ever went to as a kid like for a big race was the fall raw so that one's up there i like smb that's it helped me a lot because a lot of times it's like loose when you go out there mm-hmm. and uh that kind of helped with my car control pretty good and they always have big jumps and stuff so i'd say smb's up there and i like red brush because it's like on the side of a hill i've not been there yet and that's i, I know he's to. done an amazing job i want to get up there and, yeah. and run his track soon i would i mean it's it's different. It's like you don't even need a driver's stand. You're just standing at the bottom of the hill, and it's, you're just looking up it. So That's awesome. It's cool. It's He could do a lot. I mean, he has obviously done a lot with the track, but, like, you could do whatever you want with that, like just digging inside the hill. So Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. What's your favorite race you ever been to? Mm. I'm trying to think. I mean, I like. You, you and Davey and a bunch of people went to DNC about mm-hmm. four or five. 
three, four, or five years ago. Yeah, I've been to DNC like maybe three times. Have you? I mean, that's a good one. It's just it's always cold and like rainy there, so I kind of haven't been there recently. This year was the most miserable race I've ever go. been to. I mean, ever. Like yeah. out yeah. of all races I've ever been to, this was the most miserable race. Yeah. And I hate it for y'all because I mean, it looked like a badass. That track, track was going to be yeah. money, and I don't blame. Obviously, it's not miserable because of Joey. It no. was just miserable because of the conditions. Yeah. God, it was terrible. What a waste of time. And oh, no. it, he, they did everything they could to make it to where money wasn't just wasted. Yeah, but it you're still just, racing on a small track. And that, that wasn't even the problem. It just, yeah, and it's raining outside. Yeah, it just was miserable. Yeah. I mean, There's a reason I don't go to that race right now. Yeah, I mean, Vegas is definitely the one. If That's you're up a, there. If you're yeah. a traveler and you want to travel to a race and haven't yeah. been to Silver State, yep. I say do it because that just – it's yeah. Vegas. And it's just like, you get off the plane, if you don't want to have a rental car, you don't have to get one. You can take a bus to the uh, hotel, and you're yeah. there. Yeah. That's what you I did last Uber. time. It's like the easiest thing ever. I Dude, I don't race truck. Yeah. I mean, I do for Nats so and a take couple a days races. Off. I get days off. So when I go so to that's Vegas. that's what I want to do. I, just, I can't bring myself to do But I'm 40 plus. I know, so I get so. to run two classes yeah. every other day. That's nice. Instead of just running. I don't run e-buggy, and I don't run truck. Yeah. So I bring one car. Mm-hmm. I get to run every other day. So when I go to Vegas, dude, I'm partying. God, that'd be fun. I get on the nights I run, yeah. I stay I can stay up all night. Yeah. Drink it away and not have to worry about the next day. Yeah. Except I do always wake up and go help people oh, or for sure, whatever. Yeah. But I don't have to. Yeah. You know? And then obviously go go to the strip and yeah. do that stuff. So yeah, I wish they ran Nitro Buggy and Nitro Chuggy on the same day. That way it's just like I would just run that and then have a day off. I yeah. wish, cause run all electric on one day and all nitro on one that day. Would, at, at least at Silver State, just so you can give people that option to have fun yeah. in the week. Cause I, you can't, it's hard to do both. Yeah, there. I tried with Blake one year, and just I mean, we'd come back so late. And oh yeah, we were to, all there together a couple God, years, yeah. three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, that definitely. That was uh, a good one. It's fun, but I mean, it's hard to be good at racing and have fun there. So, <laughs> that's for sure. I, uh, I didn't go as hard as I probably could or should have yeah but now i know what it's like yeah so um, watch out <laughs> vegas yeah i'll probably if i go this year i'm just i'm gonna focus on my race and have fun before or after that's my goal coming in hot dude yeah good luck i'll see you brent 5 a.m and <laughs> i just want to see you on the podium i don't care if i see you the rest of the week <laughs> that's right <laughs> i want to try to do good I, that track's bumpy i wish we were able to practice on something like that mm-hmm. go to the badlands right now I was about to say, I about brought a car today for that reason. I haven't, uh, we haven't been out there and touched it since the brawl. Really? Yeah. It's probably lonely right now. Yeah, and we've been kind of in in discussions with the county and stuff, so we were, you know, we didn't want to put a ton of work into it and figure it out. But Spring Sting's on the 22nd of April, so. Yeah, I plan to come for that. Getting ready for that. That's a fun one. I finally won that one last year, thank gosh. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever won Nitro Buggy at any race in Badlands. Really? Like, I've never won a club race or nothing there. It's like. That was the curse. Yeah. Dude, but, it'll, it's a, it'll elude you, man. Yeah. It, 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 it will escape your grips. Yeah. It's real crazy. quickly. Yeah. it's uh, And like I said, about the fall brawl, too, it's just like, gosh, that's a hard one to win. Yeah. I feel like all the out-of-towners come in and win the pro class every year, and then it's like, you try to win it, and it's just like, it never happens. So, yeah. But. To be the best, you got to beat the that's best. That's right. That's, that's what makes it worth it, really. Yeah. So, but yeah. What's the biggest race you ever won? I haven't really won any big, big races, I don't think. I think 
I made some pretty big mains and stuff, but never won anything that big. I'm trying to think. No race time races or anything like that? No, I've like I podiumed at Psycho one year in Nitro Buggy, which I think I got fourth, which was pretty good that year. Yeah. Um I like I made a couple of mains like in Truggy I made the main nationals one year in Silver State. And I think I made all the mains all the race time races and stuff. But I mean, like I said this recent year, I mean they're getting bigger and bigger, so <sighs> Back in the day, you'd have like maybe four or five top pros in the mains, and now it's like every single one. Yeah, well, you're you're the A main is normally Aurora National. Yeah, and the B main it could be Aurora National. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you if you make a B anymore, yeah, at the race time or or the dirt races, you're yeah, you know. But no one wants to be in the B though. <laughs> no, but it, just but yeah, the people still, that are in there are people yeah, that make A's. Exactly. You know, in most places. So it's yeah. it's pretty insane. And I always told, it's funny, like, there was one year I was in the B every single time and bumped up, but my thing was, like, don't tell me who's in that main. It's like, I just want to go out there and run my car. Because it's like, I'll psych myself up knowing who's who's in that main with me. Because, like, it could be, like, Dakota Finn or somebody. You just never know. Yeah. But it's just, like, just go out there, run your race, and see what happens. Just if do it. you go out there and psych yourself up thinking there's somebody faster than you in it, then you're not going to drop good. That's the whole thing. It, it, if It's all about fun. Yeah. If you can go out there and have fun, yeah, you don't really care who you're racing against. No. But, you know, just yeah. the, the art of running that car and then feeling, yeah. feeling good. Like you ran good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so important. It is. People miss that part. Yeah. Even if, like, you ran maybe not the fastest guy out there, but you ran a perfect race, I mean, normally you're doing pretty good if you don't crash at all. Yeah. So. For sure. I've learned that over the years, too. Yeah. I think that you can you can definitely have good results as just being clean. Yeah. You know, and not, you know, not being the fastest person out there. You're yeah. not going to win the A. No. But you're definitely going to be able to put yourself in position to. Yeah, at least try to make to it. be in the A. Yeah. And I think, like. Well, in the intermediate class, though, like, I always tell Cameron, like, I always pit for him at these races, and he's done pretty good. It's like, dude, just go out there and don't wreck. And half the time, he about wins the thing just because he doesn't wreck. And it's not that he turned the fastest lap. He might be a second off the hot lap of the race, but he just didn't wreck. And I think in intermediate, you can do that. just like I agree. That and definitely sportsman. Yeah. Sportsman, sportsman, if you don't wreck, you can win anything. Yeah, I used to pit my friend Davey back in the day, and sportsman was like, if you only if you only put five wrecks in the main, you're gonna probably win it. Yeah. So, and I mean, he won Psycho one year just because because of that. Where the hell's Davey at? He raced at SMB last a week or two ago. Really? This, but he just had a baby. Oh. So he's been busy, but he wants to go to Silver State. We'll see. I haven't seen Davey in a while. Yeah. I'll know. Uh, I'll know next. I'll know this Saturday if I'm going to Silver State. Oh yeah. All right. uh, my daughter has uh, states for gymnastics. Oh, and, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah. So if she makes regionals this weekend. Yeah. I'm not going to Silver State. Well, at least not for the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if she doesn't make regionals, which I would rather not go to Silver State, yeah. Um, then I'm going to Silver State. Gotcha. So we'll see. I'll know more this weekend. I hope you know she's been killing it. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully they do good. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I'd much rather not go to Silver State yeah. and she make regionals because sure. it's that same weekend. Where's that at? Um, you know, I'm not too sure this year. It, it last year was in Alabama. It travels in the southeast oh, region, really? so yeah. I think it's in Florida. Yeah, I think it's in Florida. That's cool. Um, 
But yeah, and that's also Mother's Day weekend. So that's right. Yeah. My wife, I, she's already said that if she doesn't make regionals, that she wants to go to Vegas with me this year. I was oh, like, awesome. Cool. Yeah, let's, heck yeah. Let's fucking go. That's right. We haven't been to Vegas together. Oh, really? That'd be I, fun I've time. been there 20 times in my life. Yeah. She's been there a few times, but we've never been there yeah. together. I can throw down. Yeah, so, yeah. and it would be just us, so. That'd be cool. We'll, uh, you know, it's kind of a win-win for me. Yeah. I'm either going to enjoy yeah. regionals with my daughter or... Vegas yeah. with my wife and all my Sweet. buddies. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll find out if you're there or not. Yeah, we'll everyone will know uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, uh, I don't, this should be released by Friday. So, cool. uh, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going. Like, I haven't 100 percent planned it, but I think I am. So, I mean, I definitely am doing nationals. But. Now's the time to buy a ticket. Yeah, it's cheap right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day, and I could be—I would like to fact check this. This might be a Robert thing. Robert, the producer over there, what's hey, up? What you got for me? I want you to tell me when is the absolute best time to buy a ticket? Because somebody told me the other day that waiting like within the within three weeks and buying it on a certain day, it's cheaper. Tanner Denny told me that. Really? So what is it exactly? You wait what? Well, and that's what I want to know. Like, uh, let me bring it up real oh. quick. Let's see. That Tanner. would help out. It's, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah. This is just a Tanner Denny thing. Well, Vegas is normally cheap to go to anyways, right? It used to be. Yeah. I she mean, ain't cheap no more, bro. It was a couple years ago. Probably not now. I've got a. I got an article here stating between 127 to 21 days before the trip. Really? 127 to 21 or 121? No, 127 to 21 days. Holy so, shit. So I, uh, you're, you're three weeks out is probably where that came from. Oh, okay. So we still see. got a little time. Wow, Let's this see. has a chart for different places in the world about how, how far in advance you'd want to book. Really? He said uh, 14 days before you leave are the best time to buy a ticket, and it's not just the flight, it's the hotel car, and she's whatever. Really? We were talking about um, travel and stuff like that for yeah. S-Works, but... That's cool. 14 days is what he said. Hmm. I call bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I can see where I always was told, like, on Tuesdays. Yeah. Buy tickets on Tuesdays. Why is that? I don't know. Tuesdays are about 24% lower than peak prices, which is on Sundays. Go. There it is. Maybe it's because people aren't really thinking about buying tickets on Tuesdays. Yeah. It's like midweek. Wednesday also apparently is in the same ballpark. Yeah. Interesting. So, I'm busy at work. Start thinking about it for sure, and don't buy any day but Tuesday, maybe Wednesdays. I'll try. <laughs> at least the hotel there is cheap, though. Normally, yeah. I mean, they so. that that's a in, so the South Point's awesome. It's, yeah, like it's it. off the strip, so yeah. it's a little you know it's a, it's an Uber ride, but yeah, it's not bad. Though. You know, it, I had a great time. Yeah, it's I had a great time. I mean, you could just stay there and still have fun, even if you didn't go to the strip. Absolutely, if you so. don't care about the other hotels or casinos. Yeah. There's plenty to do right there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I had fun. I mean, I gambled a little bit. It was fun. but Yeah, I always bring 500 bucks. Yeah, I think that's what I probably lost last year. 500 bucks. I win it. I'll, yeah. I'll win, I'll win, I'll win. And then I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can double this. Yeah. I'll never take the 500 bucks out and then gamble with my winnings. I yeah. just keep letting it ride, and then I end up losing yeah. 500. You just got to, like, take what you win out and then restart. Right. And that's how you make money, I think. Well, yeah, or or be like Wendell Chavis and start with a shit ton of money, yeah, and just go nuts. Yeah, he was he was telling me about what he won every day or like lost. It's like, 
Yeah, we're right. Not me. He won like thirteen grand one night. Gave his and then his wife came back with like Louis Vuitton yeah, like purses she went shopping and with shit. Or yeah, something. I was like, what the heck? That was last year. I went. Yeah, I don't me remember too. Two years ago. Yeah, and so do you remember the night that the 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 Asian guy was over there, like, and they would shut down the the blackjack table for him. Oh yeah, I did. He was like a, some high roller. Or yeah, something, dude. Right? And he would just walk. You'd get up. You'd be pissed if he lost. He'd walk away. Yeah, and they would just put a case over his money and they just keep a dealer there. <laughs> and I remember what Shane Barrier played a hand for him. Yeah. I remember a couple RC people were over there like yeah. like watching over him. He like you play a hand for me. <laughs> you play a hand. So the dude off the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that the other night. Yeah, I did too. Well, I'm I'm a best man in one of my best friends weddings oh, in yeah. a couple weeks in. Yeah. And uh I was planning his bachelor party mm-hmm. and it came on while my wife was asleep, and I was like, you know what? And it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah. God forbid I s- sit up and watch two-hour movie at 11 too. o'clock. And I sat there and watched every minute of that movie trying to find some inspiration for this bachelor party I got to throw. Oh, God. I'm sure <laughs> I'm you'll like, be good. holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah but this this dude's this dude's wife's brother yeah. is a groomsman, and he's in he's going to the bachelor party. So yeah. uh, it might not get as crazy yeah, as it might, might could have been. Yeah. Might not want to. It's his fault. I was wanting to go hard, but. uh, I'm sure you'll still figure something out. (laughs) (laughs) I sent her a text message and I said uh, to his, to his soon to be wife, I said, uh, so what kind of bachelor party am I allowed to throw for him? Yeah, exactly. And she said, what do you mean? I was like, uh, cocaine and hookers or a strip club and, and beer. (laughs) Those are her two options. (laughs) She said, no cocaine and hookers. I was like, well, I wasn't going to do cocaine and hookers. It was just, I want to know how deep we could go into this. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Sounds like you'll have a fun time though. I hope so. It's going to be, um, kind of a weird situation. It's during spring break here. Yeah. So me and my family are going to Arkansas for the wedding. Oh, really? So I'll be, I'm going to be gone for one and a half days doing the bachelor party because oh, wow. we're leaving the town that we're going to to another town, yeah. an Airbnb. And Dang. Just gonna get Is that coming up this year? Like Yeah. Very like soon, right? Week, right at the weekend. Oh, wow. I get home from Psycho, yeah. hopefully Sunday night or Monday. Yeah. Come in here, do my, my work on Monday, yeah. and we leave at like 5 a.m. Tuesday morning. Gosh. And I'm gone for a week. Well, it's a lot of fun. Got two vacations back to back. It's not a vacation. Psycho's not a vacation. <laughs> it can be. To for who? I don't know. It's cold. It's loud. Yeah. It's fumy. There's no vacation there. You gotta have fun with it sometimes, though. I'll have fun. Yeah. It's not a vacation. No, I mean I come back dead every time too. Every time. I mean I try to do it right. Like even last year I got good sleep and everybody else was out partying. I went to sleep and I still was dead after. I'm so. good on. Uh, I'm good for till one or two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I've learned my lessons over the years. You put too. me anymore, like, I can do these every now and then, like all nighters. Yeah. Like maybe that bachelor party or whatever. Oh but yeah. I'm I'm only good for like at DNC. <laughs> yeah. I got fucking wrecked <laughs> at the Racecraft Ragers presented well, how by was BHRC. That? We it was so much fun, man. Yeah. Like the stories that came out of that night, it's very epic. Really. It, it's one of those ones where like. There's so many stories upon stories. Like one story led to another story yeah. to another, and I passed out drunk after puking before <laughs> half the stories were even <laughs> created. Created, dude. But my wow. story was 
we had a great time yeah. <laughs> until I got so drunk that Ryan Reese took me to his uh, camper and yeah. I passed out up in, in his camper. Gosh. I left a little uh, bit of my DNA on the on the, in the pit cute. lane of uh, of the of the big track. Yeah, and yeah, we had yeah. A, we had a good time. That sounds like a good time. That's, yeah, those guys, you know, they party it up. Racecraft guys are kind of like the East Coast uh, yeah. Beach RC guys. They seem like know? it. I haven't. I met most of them, but I mean, the only ones I really know would be like Pavitas and I met Spinrad recently. Yeah, well, he's so, living up by you. Yeah, all. I mean, he lives in Greenville now, so yeah, he's pretty cool. Spinrad's so, a trip. Oh yeah, he's cool. I met him. I mean, the first time I ever really met him, we went snowboarding together. So mm-hmm. that was cool. I mean, I suck at snowboarding. I'm learning, but I've seen those pictures. Yeah, it's I mean, fun. I haven't snowboarding in 20 years. And it's fun, but man, I'm gonna have to definitely get better at it. Nick's over there teaching me. He's good at it, but he's freaking crazy. That dude's a wild man. Oh, yeah. He's fun to hang around, though. He's like my older brother sometimes. We need to get him in here. Oh, he'll, yeah. He'll be, he's uh, got some stories. That's, he's a storyteller. Yeah. Yeah, I try to not tell all the stupid stuff. <laughs> you don't have to say names. No, nah, I don't. But You can always say whatever you want here. This yeah. is this is wide open. Tell everybody everything. Just mm-hmm. You don't have to tell names, or you can. It, it doesn't matter. People uh, that listen to this show... They listen yeah. to this podcast. They love it for what we do. And oh, what sure. we do is tell stories about yeah. the crazy shit. Yeah. You know, and that's what it was all supposed to be like. Yeah. So. There's been some crazy stuff, that's for sure. Don't hold back. Well, even like, I mean, the Masters every year, something happens after that fireball race, I swear. Well, so, that, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, that race will. That's a fun one. If you're a 10 scale guy or you want to race 10 scale yeah, once a year. That's me, once a year. That's the yeah. one. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't even think I raced it for a couple of years before that. I just raced it this year. I went out with Ryan Millington, and we went out there and threw down. Yeah, so. I only see him once a year, too. Yep, that's Sometimes he shows up for Palmetto, but yeah. I know he's been getting married and all that kind of stuff. I don't think he's getting married, is he? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? They they, they send the I love yous on, on Facebook, Facebook and yeah. stuff. So Who knows? Yeah, Who I knows? I never would have seen. Uh, <laughs> all these guys are growing up. Look at Pay Hood, buying know, a house with a woman. Good. You know, well, I guess that's good. All these guys yeah. growing up, losing the party crowd. Man. I know. I'm the what only single gonna, one now. What are we gonna do? I don't know. You're single? Yeah. I thought you had a girlfriend. Like a year ago. Oh. So yeah, I brought her to the ra- at Fall Brawl like two, two years, years ago. Yeah, because yeah. we put it with Danny that year. Yeah. And we all hung out with Danny. It was pretty fun. But uh, yeah. Our resident white call sipper. She had the time. Yeah, Danny supplies the white claws for everybody. Yeah. I used to drink them, but not now. I'll drink them. I love them on the river. Yeah, for sure. Because I'll be out on the water for 10 hours in the hot sun, and they're refreshing. You got to come with us this year to the river. We've been, like, past, like, three or four years, we get, like, 20 RC guys out there on a kayak trip and just all go down the river. It's fun. I don't have a kayak. Oh, we rent them. We don't have one either. Oh, okay. So, like, we have boats here. Oh, well. Well, come you should us. come here. That's probably better like it. But uh, but even on a kayak, I mean, we're just out there for like, it's supposed to be like a four-hour trip. And we all, we don't even paddle. We just all link up and just float, float, drink beer, and listen to music. So, does it smell good? I don't know. I can't even smell it. Oh, yeah, it smells just like. I probably shouldn't. Benzoil. Yeah, it smells pretty good, don't it? Two stroke. Thanks. Cool. Thank you, James. Heck, yeah. That's nice. I like that. Something nice. different. Adds a little bit of flavor to the room. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, but those co- shots feel free to drink. I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna probably <laughs> stick to beer, honestly. 
Yeah, I gotta chill out on a Monday. So, are you the youngest sibling? I'm the oldest. Oldest. So yeah. Your sister's younger. So Natalie's twenty two. She's okay. three years, and then Taylor's. Oh, you got two sisters? Yeah, I have a, another. My youngest sister is in eleventh grade, so she's about to go to prom. She was getting all her stuff ready oh, yesterday. Sorry. So, are you a protective brother? I try to be, but I mean, I feel like Natalie's more. Uh, it's funny we went out to the bar the other night, and Natalie's like, got some dude made some comment or something, and she got all aggressive on him and stuff. I was like, what the heck? It made it a, like a comment towards her. Yeah, <laughs> and she didn't like it. I mean, she'd been drinking a little bit, but. I mean, we all have a good time. So, so do you party in Greenville or Rock Hill? Because uh, you live in Rock Hill. Yeah, I live in Rock Hill. I mean, we'll go to Charlotte sometimes with some of our friends, and then if we're racing S and B or something, we'll go out with Nick and everybody in Greenville. So, I like the Greenville crowd a little better, though. Honestly, Greenville's pretty nice. It's kind of pretty cultural down there. Yeah. they painted the concrete and yeah, asphalt I guess so. and all kind of crap. Don't really there, pay attention to all that, but <laughs> yeah, they've gotten a yeah. little bit. Um, for a southern state, they gotten a little bit crazy with their politics. Yeah. Like, yeah, per- maybe. But I think Asheville's worse though. Oh, I don't go there. I don't go Asheville. I mean, like I went Charleston. One. Yeah, I, just, I don't go to Charleston either, man. Yeah, it's I, too artsy for me. Yeah, I mean, Greenville's not bad though. They have just like a bunch of spots for I think people like in their mid twenties and thirties. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Like all the bars are like up on hotels and stuff. So you ever been in Nikita's? I have. I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's a very, very terrible strip club. Oh no, I haven't been there. <laughs> mm, <laughs> you man. told me about that. Though. Yeah, and there's, yeah. there's, uh, there's some stories that other people could tell you that I wouldn't even be able to comment on. But um, yeah, yeah I've t- heard a lot of great things about that place. You told. I think you tell me that story every year. Yeah, the fireworks story. Yeah. Oh my god. Gosh. Well, no you should comment. go sometime around Fourth of July and check it out. <sighs> Is that just a 4th of July special? No, we asked for it after 4th of July yeah. and still got the same special. <laughs> oh, yeah. No comment. Yeah, no comment. Fireworks are awesome. <laughs> nice, Especially nice. inside. That's right. <laughs> well, but it's a BYOB, so yeah. just be prepared when you go to Nikita's. Nice. They do have a – we did do some um, – it's not a um, – K one, but they have an elect uh, indoor electric go kart place there. Oh wait, at the, at the strip club? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> now that is a concept <laughs> I could get behind <laughs> I, right there. That would be an interesting one there. Wouldn't it? You guys comment in the, uh, below if yeah, you want me real. to start looking into opening up a strip club with go karts because uh, I might could make that happen. That I is mean, a that's fucking different, great right? Idea. That's a good idea. Wow, and, uh, and good food. That's right. I mean, that's a whole day experience there. Wow. Day and night. That just might have started a billion dollar concept. I don't I know. Take like my one percent. <sighs> yeah, yeah. No, you'll have to just quit painting. You'll have to work. I'm good with that. You can be the uh, liaison of the El Stip Airs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, but what go kart track were you talking about before? That? I don't know the name of it, but I smoked everybody. And what? How'd that come up though? Was that? Because it's in Greenville. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because I, I done some um, dirt oval races up there that yeah. I, I put on the yeah. score series, and uh, one night it rained out at Easley. Okay. Not rained out, but like we couldn't practice, so yeah. all of us took off and left towards uh, that go kart place. And oh, sweet! I didn't even know there was one in Greenville. There's at least one. 
There's two. I think there's really? a K one and there's a, a non K one. It's oh. like a non franchise. I'll have to try it out. The non franchise one's the one we went to. It's nice. Yeah. Because I was hanging out with Cole the other weekend. I was like, I, I was like, I wish there was a go kart track right here. We were in Greenville. We didn't know it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw you guys were all up there practicing S and B. I'd man, yeah. I would love just to. I, like I was gonna go to SOS last weekend. Yeah. And I never get to just travel and go to. Yeah, the race. I really don't like that either. Not for like a local. Yeah, and they they obviously canceled. Yeah. I, you know, and that's why you're here. But yeah, um, I I just I want to race more. I want to get yeah. You know these new cars that we're running. They're, they look they're good great, though. Yeah, and really just, good. I want to just get dialed in so that when I show up to Psycho or when I show up somewhere, I, yeah. I have a chance, you know, and I yeah. feel good about it. There's a lot of, like, new setup stuff they're changing. Like, even, I don't know about y'all's car, but, like, on our cars, it's like all these little things add up. It's like for years I just ran the same setup. and it, I mean, it felt good and I was competitive with it, but now it's like there's another edge I got to find. So what are, what are some, like, weird or out-of-the-box thinking ideas that you guys are doing right now? I mean, the other day at SMB, like, I would just go out there and run a tank and try something and go back. I mean, and Cole would sometimes tell me, like, ideas as well and drive it and see how he thought it felt. But, like, I think the other day, I kind of – my car was kind of had, like, a weird push to it. So I kind of went down front diff a little bit. And then he told me to take some rear toe out, so I did. And it made it a little quicker and, wrote like, rotation-wise, but it was too quick. So I went down on sway bars to compensate and then, like, a longer rear link. And the car was pretty good, so – Nice. I don't know if it's going to work at a big race, but we'll So it was the track Lomi? No, it was, like, hooked up. Was it? Yeah. So that's the only reason we were at SMB, honestly, because it's like SMB is normally, like, underwater. So that day it was pretty good. Like, we had raced on Saturday, we practiced on Sunday, and it's like, I was like, well, why don't we just practice on Monday too? So that's what we did. Nice. So it was good. But, yeah, like, freaking, I went up to Nick's Friday night, and Cole was, like, there already, and – the track was like underwater, and poor old Jamie, he was out there in his bare feet, like raking it off. And we were at dinner. He's like, he's like, I guess the only guy helping him bailed. So uh, he called us, like, can y'all come help? And then Cole's like, yeah, we'll come out there, we'll come out there. So we went out there, and Cole saw. He's like, well, I'm gonna go back to Walker's. <laughs> so <laughs> he left me and Nick out there, and I, it was like 12 o'clock at night, and we got out there in our bare feet, and we we're sweeping off the track, the mud. And Nick's like, there's no way the track's gonna be ready, and I guess they got it ready. So wow, it was crazy because that track was especially destroyed. Was just for practice too, right? Well, no, or we do you have a club Saturday, race? Yeah, but I'm telling you, that track was underwater. I have pictures of like it was terrible, but it soaked it in that night, and they rolled it in the morning. So wow, but yeah, it's funny working out like on the track with them because they're they're all on their bare feet. I was in my bare feet. It was just like whatever. <laughs> Bunch, so, I mean, it's either that or yeah, fucking rain boots and galoshes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, have all that so. But there, there's always it's always a good time at that track. I mean, even like during the summer, we'll go back to Jamie's house and like cook. Like they're great cooks, so we'll go back and cook and hang out at the pool all day. He's got a pool, so. Well, I plan fun. on being at the um, the May SOS there. Oh really? I yeah. think So I think it's that a weekend. Be a good that I should be there. Is that the first one or is that the second? Well, it's their first. Oh really? Let's see. I'm not sure. Let's see. Because I think they're supposed to run it. It's the 20th, May 20th, so I'll be there. Yeah. I plan on being there. Yeah, Is that the first one, like, if they don't run this weekend? Well, it would be the first if they don't get in this weekend. So yeah. I don't know what their weather looks like down in Loganville, but. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I think on Saturday it's supposed to rain again, so I heard they're just going to 
bring it to the end of the line. So I heard. Oh, okay. Well then. So, because I'm not gonna be able chance. to make it this weekend if they do have it before. Sunday. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't make it either. Last weekend I had a chance. Yeah, but it's I just don't. too. I mean, for you, it's got to be even longer of a drive, right? Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I, like five hours. I didn't even look. Yeah. I, mean, I was just going to jump in my truck. I wasn't go. taking the trailer or anything. I was just going to go race. Yeah. Well. And, uh, but I'm I'm kind of, in a way, hope it gets canceled this weekend because yeah. that way I might be able to make all of them. Um, but also I like racing more when it's warm out. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't really care if I sweat. No, I'd I sweat rather all be day. 100 degrees than 40. Yeah. I like so. little amount of clothes, sweat. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to be it. bundled up and freezing. I hate uh, it. It's my, I moved here from Colorado for a reason. Yeah, I mean during the, I mean it's about over. Thank God. Yeah. So I'm ready for some good. It's beach supposed to be days. like 80 here this Is weekend. Because it? it's like 40 out there right now. Oh, I know. It's, it's supposed terrible. to be like 80 this weekend. That's good. Thank God. Yeah, I love going to the beach. Yeah. About time. Just go out there and. uh Hang out. That's where I had that one idea about running the car in the water. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I told Walker about that. He, you told me all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had been drinking that night, and yeah, I no. don't remember at all. Yeah. But um. so I asked for this a week ago, and he brings it to me. He's like, here, here you go. Yeah. I was like, how are we supposed to research more about you that we don't know? I didn't know it was a research project. I thought it was just like a... What the fuck did I ask you for it for? <laughs> what, did you think we were going <laughs> to... Yeah, just read it off. Show yeah. everybody? Yeah. No, I wanted to know more about you. I wanted to be able to like do some research. I mean, most I'll, normally I just paint and race. That's about it. Paint and race. That's about it, really. I mean, I have I play golf and... Go out and have fun with my friends. But. Yeah, but you're not good at golfing. Are you no. good at mountain biking? I'm not bad, but I haven't done it in a while just because at one point I broke both my wrists. So <laughs> I wasn't able to mountain bike. So oh, my man. friend's been barring it for the last year, so I haven't mountain biked in a while. But the snowboarding was fun. That's what we, we did. Like We went out there like four or five times this winter. It nice. Was fun. So. You going up to uh, Boone and or... Um, yeah. It was like, uh, what's it called? Beach Snowshoe, Mountain? Snowshoe, Beach Mountain. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, I'm not really, like, I go down on my heel. I can't really figure out my toe edge yet. Yeah. But I'll figure it out. We're going for three right now? I guess I'll go for three. Bro, it's Monday. We got to get this week started yeah. off right. Not going to work, work tomorrow. Robert, you need a beer? Robert's producer, but he's still a sissy. It's all good. It's all good. Oops. About he might drink some of that out. Jim Beam Fire. The peach? Or peach. Probably pretty good. That's the um, Dakota bourbon. Oh, on the right? Mm-hmm. It's really good. I'm going to pass on that today, but I'm sure it is. And that tequila is so good. Is it? God, it's so good. Nick had some that was it was from a girl that works with him, and she's from Mexico, and I guess they make it down there, and she brought it up. It doesn't even taste like tequila. Where does he work? Well, he uh, his family has a plastic injection molding company. Oh. It's next door. He just walks there and works there. But, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's pretty cool. I mean, they make nice. a lot of products for different people, so. That's always cool. Yeah. It's cool to see what other people do outside oh, yeah. of, like, you know them for... Like for Nick, for instance, just, right, yeah. you know him just to be a wild man at the RC track, <laughs> yeah, right? having fun, yeah. But knowing what he does for, mm -hmm. you know, every day, 
and his family's big into drag racing too. I oh, mean, really? like they have the one shop and the shop beside it has all their racing stuff. And it's like, they had a top field dragster just sitting in there, <laughs> but I don't think they run top field anymore. I think it's the one below it. It's like off night. I don't know. Top alcohol or something. something you like have to that. ask him. I don't know. Yeah. But he used to work on that team. Like he has all these stories of him, like going on the races every weekend and their stories are pretty crazy. Yeah. Compared to ours. Well, I think, I think each, so racers are very similar in the sense that no matter what discipline of racing it is, yeah. we travel and you're at a race and it's generally a bunch of guys. Oh, for sure. And guys, once guys get around each other and the shit starts talking starts and yeah. the beer flows and yeah. it just turns into like who can outdo who and oh yeah, you know what's next. Yeah, you know? I mean it's a time to like release too. Like yeah, it's like you're with all your buddies. It's hard not to absolutely. So. You you work all week five days a week most people five plus days a week 40 plus hours you spend a ton of money on your hobbies yeah you're hanging out with your buddies what why wouldn't you want to get some satisfaction out of that side of things you know what i mean like to to think that we just do this to to try to win yeah would be naive there's a few top guys out there that do but of course, yeah. but they get paid to do it, and that's exactly. your job. Exactly. You and me, it's not our job. No. You know. I mean, we try to represent as best as we can. You can't break your fingers or your hands because that's how you yeah. you get paid. That was fun whenever I did break my wrist. God, that was Yeah, fun. that had to suck. Yeah, I had to, like, I don't even know how I did it. It's, I had to come up with some, like, contraption to, like, cover the cast. It was just terrible. So you still painted? Yeah, but it was, like. I don't know. It sucked. <laughs> I, I, I remember the first days, like, I didn't paint for a week after, and I went out there, I was just like, this is going to suck. <laughs> I figured it out, but gosh. It was like I broke one wrist, and then a, a year later, I broke the other wrist. It was like, good going, Evan. Not the smartest. <laughs> How'd you do it? The first was Cousin Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we were like... Good job, Hartman. Yeah. We were, like, uh, dead-arming each other one night after hanging out. Uh, I, don't, I guess I just broke it. I don't know. <laughs> we're like, we're just punching each other in the shoulder. You broke your hand punching him? I guess, yeah, pretty much. But, like, the funny thing is I didn't know it was broke. And then I went to racing the next day. It was, like, purple. And, like, Robin Nelson, he, like, wrapped it up with duct tape for me. We even raced it easily, I think. And uh, I just left it duct taped all weekend. And right before I went home, I, like, unwrapped it. And it was just black and blue. I was like, uh, yeah, I got to figure it out. It was like, I don't know if it was, it wasn't broken all the way, but it was like fractured really bad right in here. So, and then the next year, me and Blake came down to Ocean Lakes. We had just gotten there, hadn't drinking or nothing. And I think we were swimming in the water at night and I like swam into his elbow, blacked my eye out. So we're going back to the house and I was like holding my eye and he, on the golf cart and he like swung the golf cart to the left and I fell off the golf cart and broke my (laughs) hand. So... That whole trip out of black eye and a broken wrist. <laughs> so, that's how that went. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah, my parents say every time I come home, I have something. One of us has something broken. Oh. But we've been good recently. Recently. Well, then that's got to change, we, bro. We, I mean, we learned our lessons. I think one we, year Blake had a broken tooth after a beach trip. It was just we need some more black eyes and broken teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's always fun times, but I think when we. Uh, when we get together with our friends like that, yeah, we try to be Superman. Yeah, you try to be. Everybody. Tries I know. To I try to other. be. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. At some point, like, 
I got to step back and be like, all right, um, I can't do this anymore. But I don't know when that's going to be or how I'm going to actually accomplish that. Yeah, good luck. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't, I enjoy those f- those fun times so much that yeah. I'm willing to to go to yep. all extent. It's fun though. I mean, you don't really reap the repercussions until <laughs> until after the night. You're like, well, yeah, shouldn't have done that. But well, I'm married, so I got to even be extra careful. Yeah, yeah, but and. And not only am I married, she's like the boss. <laughs> she wears the pants. Yeah, my wife is definitely the boss. Well, I'm okay thing. with it because yeah, it gives me directions. I don't think she likes being the boss, though. That's what sucks. Really? She's the boss but doesn't like it. Mm. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah, you got time. Yeah, I'm young. <laughs> How old are you? Young enough to know. You got me by like old two enough years, to not right? care, or is it the opposite? Mm. Old enough to know and young enough to not care. I don't, I don't know. I got you by a couple years. I don't know. We got a bathroom break scheduled for this. Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a podcast no. episode of Wheel and Trigger if someone didn't get up to go take a piss. So I mean, I was going to say something before we started. Like, hey, if you got to go, just let us know. We'll take a rotation. Yeah, All go right. ahead, man. I guess I'm going for it. It's all you. I'll talk about some jibber-jabber while you're gone. All right. I'll be right back. Well, we can hit the the uh, wheel and trigger class, the piss the, the piss classic. We can talk about sports. No commercial breaks. We don't do commercials. Um, bring up his Facebook page. Okay. And find go to his photos. Let's see his let's see what we can see in bodies. Let's show people his uh his body work. Okay. He says he puts more on Instagram, but I mean, man, doesn't feel like a Monday, right? So that's Evan's body right there. That's his actual paint for him. Not too sure who that is. Bobby Moore Jr. Oh, that's Bobby Jr. Yeah, damn, I ain't seen him forever. Trevor Mike. Mitchell, Michael. Nice. That's Cade Burnett. Mm, who is that? Shea Brand. Shea Brand, yeah. Running that ultimate. Jason Smith. Old Smiley. Walker. That's pretty sick. Another Walker. It's just Evan. Keep going. Ryan Lutz. Yeah, he does Ryan's bodies. That's good. There's Cole. That's a sick shot. That is a sick shot. It's all Ryan Lutz's Kyosha rides. Cole Caston. That's a good good kid. His dad's awesome, too. I don't know this Trevor Michael. He's got nice bodies. <laughs> oh, that's my boy right there. Graves. That's uh, Enos Graves and... Uh, yeah, that's a good dude. That's a cool name. <laughs> More coal. Yeah, we're just looking through your stuff. Yeah, there's some old stuff on there. Oh, that's sick. Last Wicked Weekend. That's pretty cool. You can bring all that up. Oh, that's uh, Connor and Dustin's song. Yep. I guess Springsteen when you finally won your first Nitro at the, fall, at the Badlands. Yeah, I just gave him the trophy. That's awesome. Oh, that was this year. Nice. That was fun. Look at that. There's uh, three ultimates. Yep. 
We all and, stayed in the same hotel too. Oh yeah. And then uh Cade is a BTRC guy and yeah. then Spencer obviously S works. Jake runs for you, doesn't he? Yeah. Those are all all S work or all ultimate yeah. and beach. Oh, I guess Spencer doesn't. Or does he? Uh no, he doesn't. He just runs S works. I got you. Mine's will be beach. I'm not sure. There's probably some old stuff in there, but back in the day. I don't post everything, but I try. I mean. You should. I should. Like, I should have posted that practice day the other day, but. Well, you should post all your bodies on your Instagram. Yeah, I think I'm going to just load them all up there. You should. You should take. Once. Do you take pictures of them all? Yeah, I mean, let's see. My phone is destroyed. But. Well, you don't need to show me. I just yeah. uh, you should definitely, you know, post them. Yeah. I think people want to see and get inspiration, and, you know, yeah. it also will help you get more customers. Yeah. I don't know if I need want more customers right now. It's like I got to figure out, like, there's a – I probably have 50 messages on there I need to go through, but yeah, I, I got to pick and choose, really. If you're like me, like, I'm at a point now where if I return a, a Facebook message – Yeah within a week you're lucky because between my emails and my actual text messages yeah it's ridiculous i'm sure oh my god like i i got here this morning yeah. uh, after not being here only for two days yeah and uh like 300 emails that's ridiculous. probably only 10 percent of them are junk i yeah. have to decipher them i have to look through them i have to scan certain things do yeah. different things look at website reports and and then you got you know just top it all off with Instagram and Twitter and everything else. Yeah. You know, right now I'm the only person that's looking after all that stuff. Yeah. So I have to, it's just an everyday grind. It and is. when I go home, I shut down. Like I, I do too. not fuck with it. Yeah. And if people trying to get a hold of me at night, yeah. when I'm with my family, you're lucky if I respond. Yeah. You're, I don't blame you though. I mean, I just can't. I, I you gotta I, be that way. I though. got to a point where it was like controlling my life and you can't have that. No. It burns you out too quick. Yeah. Quality of life wasn't good and I didn't feel good about it. Yeah. I said, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. I, it works. I mean, I, I don't, I don't catch a lot of hell for it, Yeah, but I feel bad because yeah, I started way. this company by always responding like it could be midnight and I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and I'll respond to you. Yeah, exactly. And it just got overwhelming and yeah. I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's not that I don't want to cause I do. I just can't. I don't, I don't yeah. have the manpower. I don't have the time. Yeah. I, if I got 50 messages at, at every day after eight o'clock at night, I can't yeah. respond to 50 people after no, that's like because two it, hours of three hours of work. Yeah. And, but the problem is, is that you, you respond to that person and they're yeah. like, then they, Respond right back. Right back. That's how it is for me. It's so just it like, just doesn't no. stop. No. So you have to just say, okay, I'm going to start at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah. And then I'll talk to these people as much as I can. Yeah. And then I'm done at 6. Yeah. You know, 6 or 7, maybe 8, depending on the night. Yeah. If my wife's out doing something and not bothered by me sitting on the couch answering messages, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, but family, you know, a couple of years ago, it, it, it dawned on me, like, I have got to do better. Yeah. Not just work or family or what I had to do better by life. I just had to be oh, a yeah. better person, just be a better dad, better husband, better yeah. boss. And, and I'm not good at it all still. It's hard. I'm still trying to I can't to learn. even imagine. I mean, you have a lot more going on than I do, but even like the messages thing for me, I probably have a quarter of what you got, but it's just like, like you said, it's like you start a message with somebody or like you plot to somebody, you reply right back. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it could only be like 20 different guys, but it might be two hours and then like, 
trying to decipher what they want. Doesn't stop. No. So, like I said, it's like eventually my goal is to maybe either get another job and just put this on the side and, like, have my 20 guys, 30 guys that already know what they want. It's just like they send the bodies, I paint them, and send them back. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So. You got to just kind of lay that groundwork. And yeah. that's just what it is. And if painting's what you want, I know you said earlier, you know, it's not what you want to do forever. You just don't, don't know what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But while you're doing it, you got to lay that groundwork and tell those people your body has been received. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, the inspiration or the, yeah. the whatever, the art uh, design concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your number yeah. 57 in the queue. Yeah. Or, you know, that's what I need to make. Like, I'll get these back to you as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. I try to, you know? I don't have, like, I need to make a list of them all to show them where they're at. Like, I've seen, like, the e- like easy customs or all, Eric and all of them do that. Just like, I guess if I had a list of guys, they'd know where they're at in line and go from there. But normally, like, I keep it too, like, I don't take in too many to where it gets to the point where people are asking about them. Like, it might be, like within a week of them asking that I'm actually going to paint it. So normally I'm doing all right. If I can keep it in a month, return, like turnaround time, I'm fine. But yeah, once it gets over that, everybody's always like, are you even like, you forgot about me or this? And it's just like, no, I'm just, I'm getting there. Yeah. So. Who do you think's your highest profile driver that you paint for right now? Uh, in RC. I mean, definitely Lutz and Ogden. I mean, they're definitely up there. Yeah. And I painted for Ronald Folk at, for DNC, I mean, I don't think DNC went the best for him, but obviously he's one of no, the best out there. No, but I mean, he is one of the best sure. out there. So, yeah, it was cool to paint for him. But, I mean, I think definitely Lutz and Ogden, and then over the years I painted for, like, obviously Barry was good back in the day. He was, like, one of the best drivers I painted for back in the day. I painted for, like, Quartz. He was good. Robin hooked me up with him. Who else did I paint for? That's about it in the RC world. I mean, I don't. Like Mayfield and all them, they all have their Genova and all their regular guys. So yeah, but I mean, so who's who's the highest profile out of RC that you painted for? Well, personally, like yeah. So like I wrote that down on the sheet. Like when I worked for Ryan, I mean he's had all the major guys. It was like, I mean Kyle Larson was one of them that he painted for. He still does. I mean the dude's one of the best out there. And Denny Hamlin, we painted for him when he won the Daytona 500 like back to back. So. That nice. was pretty cool. So there's been, and then uh, Marco Andretti. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's, a, I mean, just painting for an Andretti, especially direct, yeah. direct descendant, you know, like that's not just a kind of <coughs> down the line. That's the son yeah. of Michael. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, and it's like I didn't like paint the whole helmet. It's like when I worked for Ryan, it was stages. It was like, I mean, you might have an intern in there that would sand them, and then you'd have, like, me that might have based it or Dwayne that would have based it, and then somebody does airbrush work and design work, and then somebody else clears it. That's how his business went. So, so he turned it into more of a machine. Yeah, he had, like, an assembly line. Like, you can walk into a shop right now and see it, kind of, how the stages went. Like, he has a shelf with all the helmets and the different stages and what he wants it to look like, and he's he's turned it into something to where, like, he can hire somebody to paint what he wants. It's like, cause it's hard to do that with art. It's like, like for me, it's, I don't think I could just hire one person to tell him an idea and do it because you'd have to teach him so much. Like, does he design like digitally before? 
Yeah, that's. Wow. I think he's one of the only ones to really do that. So he's good with like, I guess it's procreates the software. So he uses a lot of that, and then, so he like who can like let, I'm looking at that surfboard over there. It's like you can design something like that, put it on a helmet, and then kind of replicate that in the paint. So, that's awesome. So he's good at. It. I mean, and uh, I mean, it taught me a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, um, and so, but I mean. Every different helmet's something new, and it's just like it definitely translates to the bodies too. Like I got a lot quicker painting bodies, right? After painting for him, so learned like the the process, yeah, the steps. And it's like it's not. I don't think it's there's no right or wrong way to do it. Everybody has their own way to do it. It's like I went in there thinking it was gonna be like this like perfect way to do it, but it's really not. It's like you just gotta kind of figure it out your style and yeah. So yeah. well, I mean it. Just kind of like you said, when it comes down to the, um, kind of like when you said that you, what was I trying to tell you? They, Something about your graphic design stuff. Back no, it, I don't know. Totally brain farting. Yeah, I do that. It happens. I do it yeah. at least once an episode. I brain yeah, fart. I've been there. That's a big one too. <laughs> I think I'm thinking so, so much about pissing right now, Robert. That Why don't you go? I'm about to. We can go back over my Facebook, bro. <laughs> All right. Let Evan take take control for a minute. All right. You want to go back over my Facebook? Or? Yeah, we can bring it up. I got it. I'm sure there's some cool stuff on there we could find. Y'all already saw that. That was it, RCGP right there, the first one. Talk about the helmet. Oh, yeah. We could do that. Let yeah. me uh, throw it up. Okay. Yeah, that was for that's for a girl that races. Um I don't know exactly how old she is, but she can't be much older than 10 or 11. Damn. And she, uh, she's pretty good. It turned out cool, though. She wanted, like, a, uh, kind of like a lioness or something on top, so I kind of threw that up there. That's yeah, cool. And then th she's actually the sister of the uh, the other helmet I painted. It might be on there, but my, my sister painted a dog on the back of another helmet. It might be a few more photos back. I'm not sure. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see. Is it down there? There it is. Uh, this one? Yeah, you probably have to go over a couple more to see the painting, though. Let's see. You can keep going. Yeah, one more. Yeah, so like my... Oh, shit. Yeah, my sister, she hand-painted that on the top. Wow. And I cleared over it and kind of like... I did design first and left her a space to paint. And that, it turned out pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's. I guess that's her... Uh, her dog, we painted on the top. I have so, so much respect for, like, I, I've always done music. I oh, don't yeah. have a single, oh, yeah. like, I can hardly color inside lines. Yeah, well, it's all art in different yeah. ways. Yeah, it's that. Like, yeah. That was the one I was talking about with yeah. your sister, right? Yep. That was amazing. Yeah, she did great on that. And it's funny, so we awesome. didn't even know if the paint would have worked, like underneath the clear, like the acrylic. She uses acrylic paint. Uh -huh. So I had an extra helmet just laying around, and she just slapped some paint on top, and I cleared over it one day just to see if it messed it up, and it didn't. So she did that, and it turned out sweet. Yeah, that was that was an amazing job. I don't know how I, I think it's really been. cool that there was a collaboration within the family versus yeah. just, like, you doing it, you know what I mean? So That was cool. Yeah, really cool. Cause I don't. I mean, I've seen a lot of helmet paint. I've never seen one hand painted like a dog or something hand painted. They yeah. All, they always either like, kind of make it look like a graphic design look or nothing like straight up hand. Yeah. Painted, so. No, it's all like a portrait. Yeah. So it turned out cool. Very cool. 
That's for sure. She's very artistic. So you drive around a little Jetta. Yeah, that GTI out there. I mean a GTI, yeah. uh, a Golf. Is that a Golf or a G- I guess you could call it a Kind golf, of a Golf, yeah. a GTI. Yeah. I, a friend of mine when I was younger in high school, um, he was all about the GTIs. So oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember how many times we wrecked the GTI. Oh, y'all wrecked it? Oh, my God. He was so <laughs> stupid. He would, uh, I, I remember this, this one time we were, it was snowing because I grew up in Colorado and it was snowing. Yeah. So we found this field and he's like, let's fucking go do donuts. And yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Oh, you know, yeah. we're skipping school, we're drinking beer and shit. <laughs> and and he goes out and starts doing these donuts and then he does like two or three donuts and then yeah. like takes off straight out of a donut yeah. and hits a pothole and <laughs> folds the fucking left front underneath the That would be terrible. So you know what he did? What? <laughs> he uh number one told his parents that um what happened, yeah, but yeah. not the truth. Yeah. And then because his parent, what he told his parents, his parents then called the county or the city or oh, whatever gosh. and said, you've got this huge pothole and it just created this much damage <laughs> in my son's car. That's and no so shit, weird. dude. He, his parents, not knowing the truth, got yeah. that shit fixed for free. What? Because the county, <laughs> the county really thought that that pothole yeah. folded the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was the damnedest thing. That is crazy. But I had a lot of memories growing up in uh, in Colorado because yeah. they're they're all wheel drive, and yeah. we would just be zipping around in snow and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Everyone was Volkswagen people back in Colorado, whether they're hippies or whatever. Them yeah. German cars in the snow was always Pretty really good. good. Right? Yeah. So I always yeah. wanted like a, a like a '69 bus. Yeah, I had My a '69 Beetle. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Those things yeah. are cool. What's yeah. your dream car? I don't know. It'd probably be an old muscle car of some sort. Which one? I'm trying to think. I always like, I like the '67 Mustang for sure. The the Eleanor. That's my my wife's dream car. Really? Yep. That's a good one. But I'm trying to think. I don't know if I'd. W- That's probably it. But if I was gonna a have a car, I want a '70 big block Chevelle. Yeah. That's and a good one. and if I if I was gonna have an old truck, it'd be a C10. Like Ooh. a 70, 71, 72, yeah, something like trucks. that. C10. Yeah. Dropped with big, like, 20s on it. Yeah. I like the old rust, like the old rustic look, too. Just like, yeah, the rat rods are kind of cool. I wouldn't, like, but, rat, like, the interior would be perfect, and the engine bay would be perfect. Maybe the outside would be kind of, like, I like it all pinstriped up and, like, flat black or something. I, I just know. want, like, a solid gloss black fucking, yeah. like, the one in, uh, like, Days and Confused. Yeah, dude, that's just a, a badass truck. Low rider. Yeah. On bags. Yeah, that's the goal. You can do it. Uh, I could. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't have room yeah. for anything like that. Yeah. Plus, Maybe one day. spending that kind of money on something right now when I don't need it would be yeah. counterproductive to... Probably just end up sitting there. Yeah. That's the only thing. You can only drive one vehicle a day. Oh, no. I mean, I guess you could switch vehicles, but I that's... Guess, uh, that's a I guess that's an American problem, <laughs> not yeah. an American problem, but just like a first world problem. It is. We are a first world problem. Yeah. We're racing RC cars for fun. Other people barely have food. I know. So we got to be grateful for what we got. That's yeah. for sure. Cheers to that. That's for sure. Yeah, I can't complain. Had a good life so far. So are, are you from like the Piedmont, Greenville area? Yeah. Or so like, well, born, no, actually born from Rock Hill. Yeah. Rock Hill? That's a Charlotte area, really. Oh, that's right. Rock Hill. Yeah. So, I mean, Greenville's like an hour and 45 minutes west of me. So, that, I go there a bunch because of SMB. Yeah. And then I became friends with Nick and Jamie, so we hang out. I mean, I'll go up there and just hang out, not even race sometimes, but. Right. 
because, I mean, we'll go out either, like I said, we'll cook at their house. Because, I mean, Jamie and Nick, they're the, I mean, they're, I don't know how good they, how they became so good at cooking, but they are. Yeah. It's like the whole weekend will be about cooking. Like, he built a whole brick oven just for pizzas at his house. And it's just like, well, I'll be at the pool just hanging out and cooking and having a good time. So Nice. It's fun. So, did you, um, like, what did you think, like, going through high school? Yeah. What did you, what, what was, what were the things you enjoyed doing other than RC? Like, did was there ever anything else other than RC? Because, I mean, you, you started RC kind of late. I know. Because that, that was a problem in high school. That was kind of like when I really started getting into it. So, I put a lot of my effort into the RC at the time. It's just like. I, I was thinking about it. It was just like I missed a lot of opportunities. Like, I didn't go to prom both years because Psycho was the same weekend. Went to Psycho instead. So I kind of missed out on a lot of things in high school. I mean, I still hung out with my friends. Like, my friend named Jacob I went to high school with, and he was in the racing too, but we'd still hang out and do other stuff on the weekends sometimes. Like, but racing was still, like, a big part of my life. Every weekend I would think about it or at least be working on my car or something. So Yeah. Because I think... My progression, like, from I graduated in 2015, then I got pretty good the next, like, three or four years. That's all I did. And then I kind of tapered off a little bit, but I'm trying to still be pretty good. You graduated in 2015? Yep. How old are you? 25. Eight years, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's been a while. But, yeah, I've had a lot of people that's helped me over the years, that's for sure. Who's the biggest up-and-coming youngster from like your area from our area I, well i would say maybe not from my exact area but like obviously david olsen's coming up pretty quick yeah so he's good and then i think if tyler melton keeps at it he's gonna be really good because gosh he just picked it up and because i remember like two years ago we went to sumter never driven a nitro car and he just picked it up and it was like now he's like beating most half the guys out there tyler's doing very good yeah and so. he's, he's obviously got a great tutor in his dad mm -hmm. um but yeah man what uh yeah he's yeah obviously brandon knows what he's doing yeah he's gonna so. be good david david definitely is yeah David's really good. picking up and he's speed. like very passionate about it too i think he he's is. in the stage where i was at in high school like that's all he thinks about so yeah. that helps but yeah yeah um, he's a senior this year so oh, he's yeah. he's going to be done soon and and yeah you know at that point he has to make the decision whether to go yeah 100 percent and yeah i mean know. i think he can do it it's just gotta figure it out yeah so did but, you you said you're going to nats this year you're going yeah, all the way out the to plan. Hey, i mean i bought the entry fees yeah <laughs> so what are the, i think it's like a hundred bucks entry or something i don't know yeah. the Royal membership too yeah so i went to that like when i graduated high school they had that the Nats there that year, and I went. So oh, I really? sucked, but I went. I've never been to the Silver Dollar, so it's, I'm expecting. It's, I'm it's like high grip. It's like Badlands, but like bigger, I guess. Mm -hmm. So dirt's different color though. It's like gray. I don't know. It's mm. weird. It's fun though. That year I was on a different tire company other than Proline. I just didn't really have the grip that year, and it's like it's funny because we practiced the day after, and I tried different tires, and it was like just wasted the whole weekend, but. And they worked is. like the ones you tested afterwards. Yeah, so I hope that doesn't happen this year, but we'll see. Because <laughs> line's got great tires. Well, I'm not really I'm not on Proline anymore. Is the problem? So, oh yeah, I don't. I haven't. I've been testing different tire companies, but I haven't decided yet. So 
Yeah. We'll see. Because, I mean, ProLine's been good all these years. That's the only thing I've really ever ran. Like, after 2015, I ran ProLine up until now. So, yeah. they've been good, but I don't know. I guess the, every year just kind of, for me, I didn't, like, if I don't see myself progressing in a company, then uh, there's really no point in me staying. Yeah, I I mean, loyalty has always yeah, been a big sure. thing. You I know, mean, I, I think it's good to be loyal. And yeah, I, to an extent, yeah. You got to just kind of know where you're lacking because mm -hmm. you can't just change up your whole program. No, but I've never been like that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's wild. I mean, you're, you're testing tires, so... For yeah. people out there looking for a really good East Coast uh, hot shot. I try. I try. Evan's, Evan's available, it looks like. Yeah. Um, I'm trying stuff. So what do you what do you plan on going to Natsworth? What, I don't know yet. We'll see. Yet? Yeah, I'm just trying different stuff so far. Like, I have t a couple different tires to try, or tire companies to try at Psycho, so we'll see what works there. Hopefully I can figure it out quick, because I try to do it at SIC testing stuff, and it's just like, I've never really ran anything other than ProLine, and I realized I based my setup off that tire, like the slide locks. So trying to run something different was interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. Tires are so important. That's the biggest thing in RC, God really. God almighty. It's tires and shocks, I think. That's the two biggest things. Yeah, I, I think um, Yeah, the tire situation's wild. Yeah. Especially 10 scale for you. Well, they kind of got it figured out to an extent. You can just show up at Beach RC, prep, burn them in, prep them, and run them, and it's perfect. But right now, Proline Bald Eagles and, and uh, J Concept Smoothies, there's nothing out there no. that can compete with them. No, they're so good. Um, so the 10 scale thing is kind of just like, because all tracks are groomed for slicks yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I think maybe like five to six years ago, like when Speed RC was around, like all the tracks weren't exactly like slick. Like you couldn't run slicks at every track. So it was a little harder back then. But now it's just like throw and go, just set it down and it's pretty simple. Copy the top guys and you're good. Really, it's just a matter of like making sure they're broken. Yeah. And prepping them with the right prep. Yeah. And you can go as fast as them if you can keep it online. Yeah. What I've never liked about slicks is that. Not that it's it doesn't. It's good that they're faster if you can keep it in the line. Yeah. The problem with them is it doesn't benefit guys that just can't keep it in the line all the time. Yeah, exactly. And um, they're so much faster than a pin tire. They're ridiculous. So it really separates people, and I, that's the part I don't like. You know, in yeah. there's everyone. There's been a lot of over the years. Just we're gonna be ten years old April first. Really? Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. I haven't even planned nothing. We've just been so busy. <laughs> I haven't had time to plan nothing. But in 10 years, yeah. the one thing I can tell you is I've been asked a hundred countless times, mm -hmm. why don't you ban prep or why don't you ban slicks or yeah. whatever? And the problem is you just benefit the, the cheaters yeah, or exactly. you make more work for us that we can't afford to do and keep the prices where they need to be for people to race. Yeah. So... The only thing we could do is, for instance, like impound tires. Yeah. You buy a set, you mount a set, you bring them to us. That's you get such to a pain. Uh, take it, you know. We can't do that. Because you barely have time to put stickers on the wheels over there. Like well, I mean, just think about stuff. a club night. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You don't you can't got time impound for all tires and stuff. No. You're talking 30, 40, 50 entries. You can't just be no. sitting there. You're just trying to get people home at a decent hour yeah. or whatever. You're not thinking about the – so 
if you ban prep, yeah, cheaters are going to prep at home. Yeah, or prep and, the inside of the tire and, and comes out eventually. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna imp, if you're gonna say you can't have slick tires, you got to have someone there looking to make sure that they're reverse mohawk or have yeah. tread on them. Yeah, exactly. In most places, most hobby shops, most tracks don't mm. have the opportunity, the time. Mm-hmm. Or manpower to make that happen. No, that mean that'd be too hard. Yeah, it, it, it sucks, but it's just the truth. But I mean, honestly, like I went to Masters and for like an A scale guy going there, it was pretty easy. I, I don't think there's an issue. Well, yeah, there's a whole lot less tires to buy. Yeah, like I literally could run one set all weekend and be fine. Yeah, like I ended up getting a second set. I didn't need the second set, so. No. I was at least in stock. Mod might burn them up a little bit quicker. But, but even if you had one set per round, you know what sets you need. Yeah. So we're in a scale. The track could change. You don't yeah. know what pattern, what compound. No. You got to come at all least 20, day. 20 sets just to have a selection. Yeah. And hope that you have the right 20 sets. Mm-hmm. I mean, a scale is not for the faint of heart. No, it's not for people that don't want to spend money. It's not for people that are, you know, it's definitely for everybody. It's just don't expect what you think you can get out of it. If you're not willing to put in the effort, the money, the time. It takes years. Years. Normally. I mean, like even you see the the kids coming up, but it does take a little bit of time. It's not like you got a hot shot right out the bag. It's like, no, even like you see fee long, he's going to be amazing. Yeah. But like it's still taking him, Five, six years to get to where he's at. Well, he's not even close. No, but, but he's, he's gonna, gonna be. He's gonna be the best out he's there. He's gonna be amazing sure. if he sticks but, with it. Yeah. He's got the support. Yeah. He's got the, you know, he's got the skill. Yeah. And he's learning more and more every time yeah. he hits the track, and that's all they do. Yeah, that's all they do. And it's that's what it takes to be, yeah. that that level. Yeah, you see what he does. So if you want to be that good, do it. <laughs> yeah, get there. <laughs> I remember meeting him in Texas at, at Nats in 19, and I was just like, yeah. this kid is... And he was probably, what, like, seven at the time? I don't remember, but he was this tall. Yeah. And I leaned over to get a p- selfie with him yeah. and just was so excited. Like, I just watched yeah. him all weekend, like, wow. Yeah, it's crazy, right? This kid standing on, you know, as tall as he can get yeah. with a stick controller. I'm like, He still ain't much taller that? than this table, but he's, I mean... It's like a video game to him, I'm sure. It's just like you go out there and just drive the car around. Yeah. And everybody else, he doesn't look like he has nerves or anything. No. Like all of us are up there, like you'll see a 50-year-old guy out there shaking, and he's up there just cruising around. Well, that's what I noticed about the best people that race. The, the guys that get the best results is like the Mayfields, the Dakotas, and yeah. the Tebow. They don't move on the stand. No. They don't say anything. They might hear. They might say something to somebody they know down the way, like, get yeah. the fuck out of the way, you know, whoever. That's about it. But they don't get upset when they flip. They just fucking get flipped back over. They yeah. hold it all in. You have to. They drive. But, like, me, even yeah. though I try my hardest not to, like, <laughs> I'll just say something like, get my fucking car. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm that guy, and I don't yeah. want to be. Um, but I'll never make it to that level. Yeah. In that level, you got to keep that coolness, that you calm. I mean, if not, you're not winning. Yeah. Because, I mean, every ten, every second counts. Like, oh. even, like, you'll see one of them jump in the infield. And, like, you'll see this versus, like, a pro guy jumping in on accident versus a sportsman guy. A sportsman guy is probably wide open doing donuts, trying to get out. The pro guy just, like, takes it easy and hops yeah, out. Yeah, because they'd yeah. rather save the seconds. Instead yeah, they know of... they already lost it, so just do the best you can to get out. But right. then you'll see a sportsman guy freaking waste 20 seconds in the infield trying to get out or something. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you just got to kind of. <laughs> You just got to kind of 
put it all in perspective. Yeah, for that, sure. You know, it's better to lose five seconds than ten seconds. Yep. You know, it's and hard to. It's hard when you're in that scenario, but yeah. Especially when you're battling, like yeah, battling for a position or for the win. Yeah. You know, like it, it becomes very emotional, and it's very tough to yeah. keep it in for most people. It's fun though when it works out your way. Yeah, that's for sure. Those are some of the best, like adrenaline, like moments. But it'll like, only work God. out your way. Yeah, one percent of the time. I don't know, but yeah. still, it's just that's like when it happens, you're like, God, that's what makes you want to keep chasing it. Yeah, so that's 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 the buzz for sure, man. Yeah, I uh, I I get so caught up on the coulda, woulda, shouldas, and you know, yeah. you got you got to focus on the next one. Mm-hmm. You you lose and you're done. Yeah, move on to the next one. Try to win that one. Yep. And it sucks. It's like you spent all that effort going into that weekend. It didn't work out. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. When it does, it, it's cool. But it's like I always put so much effort, like, or so much thought into, like, at least making the main. And if I didn't make the main back in the day, I'd, like, be so hard on myself. But now I'm just like, I guess we'll work better at it for next time. What's what's but, your what's the biggest main you've made? Uh, For buggy? I probably just like the race time races. I don't. I haven't made the main at DNC or Silver State and Buggy yet. Chuggy, I have, but I mean, I made the semis and Buggy, but I never the like nationals. I've never made the main. But Chuggy always done better for some reason. I don't know why. But it'd be nice to make like all the like the nationals main and Buggy and go to DNC and make the main there. It's just like I always thought if I could be like the guy that like had a regular job like. Say, like, the uh, Josh Wheeler. Like, he had a regular job, and he just made the mains. Like, went out there, and it wasn't his, like, he had to. He just went out there and was good. Yeah. So, if I could be that guy just to, like, not even squeeze in, but be comfortable making the mains and not have to worry about it being my full-time job, that would be great. Yeah. Because I think I'd have the most fun just not knowing I didn't have to win, but, like, showing him I could, I'm good enough to be up there. Right. So, that would be my goal. Yeah, if that's that's a good goal. I mean, because it, I know it's realistic. I know it's, yeah, I know it's I know what's not like me going out there trying to know want to win. Like I would have to freaking practice every day of my life. Like I'm not that naturally talented. It's, so honestly, it's kind of uh, to be honest with you, I'm I'm a little surprised you haven't made a nationals main. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I would have tried. I've made. been close, but not yeah. not in, well. I didn't go to last year's nationals, but. What was the year before that in Texas? No, the year before that was it's in... It's canceled. And then the year before that was in LCRC. Texas. Or LCRC. Yeah. And then the year before that was Texas. I flamed out in that one or something. And in Texas, I just was a little off pace in the semi. So, But in Truggy, I made it, but not Buggy. Yeah. And Worlds, I about made the semis. But our, like, I bumped from the what did I, I bumped from the eights. And then we didn't have time, time to change my clutchful bearings before the quarters. So they went out during the quarters, and I was, like, close to bumping in the semi or something. Mm. So that would have been cool to make the, at least the semis at Worlds. Was that in Vegas? That was in Australia. You went to Australia? Yeah, with Robin. I don't so remember that. that was a that was in 2018. That was a cool event. Yeah. That was a crazy trip. My family and I are talking about going to Australia I would. next year. Have you ever been? No. That's and I have two half-sisters that live there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, Australia's cool. Yeah. It's I, like this, but, it's like. It's bucket list for us. Yeah. I would say it's like this area, but like, obviously they're more personable to us because they hear our accent. and They're just like they're Americans. So. <laughs> Everywhere I went, it was they're cool. I never got a like a weird vibe. So is that the only place you traveled abroad? So far, like I mean, I've been on cruises and stuff with my family, but never like 
out of the country that was the only place. Yeah. So, I mean, I would definitely like to go to other places eventually, but whether it be RC or vacations. Right. I think Worlds is scheduled to be in um, Brazil is it? next year. Is this the Worlds qualifier this year? Yeah. So, I got to do good this year. Yeah. We'll see. What is it, top 35? Yeah, it used to be like top 20, but I think they take more from our country or something. Yeah, I want to say we're 30, 35-ish. And I think you can technically ride in because not everybody goes. But. Yeah, I think there's plenty of resume yeah. type entries. Yeah, because I mean, like the top, I'd say the world's like the top 100 guys are pretty dang fast and then kind of tapers off. Yeah. But I think that's every event. Even at nationals, it's kind of like that. Have you been on the top 25 yet? I got to like 30 second at one point and now i'm not even on the top 50 list because i haven't been going to the big races yeah like i was but back like when i was making all the mains i was like 30s i was getting close and then i just stopped for that it was what was it, around 2020 i didn't or 2021 i didn't go to the big races and i fell off so yeah but yeah i mean it's just a, it's just a list yeah i mean you have to Don't, go to the races. doesn't mean much yeah. but you know a lot of people right now are gauging oh for sure off of that mm-hmm. that list. But I like to go to the big races just in general because you can gauge where you're at kind of on that list whether you're not on it or not. Yeah. Maybe not. Everybody has their races and everybody doesn't. But, like, if you can generally get in the top 10 or 15 of the big races, then you know you're pretty high up. What's your schedule for this year? What's the, what's the schedule for the rest of this year? Well, for the two travel races I want to go to would be Silver State and then – well, Silver, Silver State and Nationals, and then obviously I want to go to Psycho Nitro, and then Wicked Weekend, and I guess AMS. I'm going to try to do AMS. We'll see. That's about it. What's the other Psycho races or race time races they have? Um, AMS. Or SIC. SIC. Yeah, so. uh, they, they're not doing Southern Nats this year. I heard somebody else was putting it on. Well, they there like is the another guys. race down there. Yeah. I don't know what how it transpired i need to talk to dave but yeah um but yeah he has four instead of five yeah um so i'm gonna try to do all his races i would say hold the weekend nobody knows about this yet so anyone listening to this right now and you want to go to a good guaranteed race in august make sure you don't book anything elsewhere from on the weekend of August 25th through the 27th. Really? Yeah. I'll have to write that down. Something yeah. in the works. We'll see if it transpires. I'll know the next week or so. That'll be good. Be a good one. Trying to get a lot of guys out here for that? We'll see. I mean, it'll be a, a building event. It'll, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll still be something that we'll build on. Okay. That'll yeah. be cool. Sweet. But, yeah. It, you know, it's so hard to find a weekend. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Masters is carved out. Yeah, y'all kind of. That's our weekend now. That's good now. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, other people are going to put stuff on it, but ten scale guys are coming to Masters. It's like that and Fall Brawl. It's like those are your two. Yeah, and then Fall Brawl because of us having the Badlands now, like that weekend's carved out. Yeah. Um, you know it. It's always tough because new tracks open, old tracks close. People try to take over other events or whatever, and you know you've got to just kind of like insert your your desire yeah. to be the only the only person that weekend yeah it's very tough 
I don't I wouldn't want to be opening up a track right now. Yeah. Because you're gonna have to run on top of somebody else. Yeah, I know. I see that all the time, especially in our, my area, because they have like ten tracks around us, and they all compete. The Carolinas and Georgia has, and, and in Florida, yeah, like it's it's just gone crazy. Yeah, and no one really has like that big of races. It's just the club racing every weekend. It's like divides everybody. Yeah, and and, and I'm I'm happy that people are having success, and I'm happy people are tracks are opening because it's going to build more customers oh, ultimately. For sure. That's good. Man. But it also splits the crowd, and no one's going to work together. And the people yeah. that do open those tracks, like. Travis at Redbrush and in the, the the G3RC that just opened up or is yeah. opening up soon, and then you know like Sumter and Badlands. I'm mean, just talking South Carolina, and North Carolina. That you got Red, um, uh, Overcash, and and you've got. Uh, now you have that new track in Cherryville. Cherryville, that, it, yeah. and then you've got the place over at um, uh, outside of Charlotte. Um, oh. That was overcast, probably. No, 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 no. They've been around for a while. They were oval, and then they got a an off road track now. Oh, mobile hobby. Mobile. Yeah. And, and, but the, and then red rush. Then, and then there's there's a couple more I'm not even thinking of yeah. right now. I mean, and then you got down South, uh, in Charleston. You've got uh, extreme. Yeah, I've never and, been in there. Somerville, and so there. I mean, Savannah. Yeah. And then, uh, so there's 20 tracks yeah. within five hours of each other, mm-hmm. and. Nobody can really have a 50 or 100 entry race. Everyone's yeah. going to have 25 to 50 entries, period. Yeah. And which is fine. I mean, if it yeah. keeps the track running and the and the owners of the tracks are okay with that kind of, yeah. you know, revenue and it keeps it going. Yeah. But you're going to see the ones that really aren't in it, they're going to fall off. Yeah, exactly. And then the ones that are wanting to stick with it, they're yeah. going to stick with it. I think the series kind of helps every like certain tracks out though, like you see SMB and Loganville, they're gonna get two hundred entries every race for the SOS series, right? Just because everybody knows that's the race to go to, right? And that's how it was back in the day when I first started with Melton series as well, the TSOC. Yep. I used to call it something back in the day though. It wasn't TSOC. It was like uh, NCCS, North, or yeah, it was like North like or South or something yeah. like that. They. And his race had 200 entries every time, too. And it's like they would go to five different tracks, and that track would have 200 entries every time. Yeah. So, but I don't who, – does Harding run the TSOC now? I guess he does. Yeah, yeah Sean does. So, I mean, I guess it's still going good. I just – like last year I wasn't able to really run it. but I Yeah, I don't – Sean changed it a little bit, and yeah. he added 10 scale to it. I think – Yeah, I don't know. You know I love Sean to death. I think that was a mistake. Because it's not – It was Outdoor working. racing in here is not 10 scale. It's like – Yeah. You go to your track for 10 scale. Yeah, and in, in, in the track he runs down in uh, Georgia. Yeah. It, it's fucking badass. That's yeah. where Nats are this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing great. Yeah. Um, the TSOC was meant to be limited classes – um, you focus on a scale, a buggy. scale buggy. Yeah. It, it was made for one thing, and he's it, kind of veered off that path. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still doing okay. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't host one this year at Badlands. So I, I think the weekend he wanted, we had something. I I, I forget what happened, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wish he would have kept it kind of pure to what like Melton Melton had. Yeah. Um, but it is hey. What it is. It's it's still going, yeah. you know, and as long as he wants to do the grind, then yeah, I'm mean, sure it's, it's Melton said it's not easy too. It's oh like, yeah, I, it's a lot of work. I did the oval stuff for a couple of years, and, and those races um, are big too, right? I've never been to. Oval they race. were they were doing pretty good, but honestly, it's um, it's more about the people. So yeah, oval crowd, you have to you have to do things differently. Really, 
to get the same result, if that makes any sense. They What type of way? Uh, they like to bitch and complain about everything. Okay. Uh, well, so you got I'm good there. <laughs> you got to be willing to take that and yeah. and and use it to yeah. to work with it and off-road guys are generally more like easygoing mm-hmm. and less combative when it comes to let's face it off-road doesn't have as many rules no right so a scale buggy is a scale buggy yeah i mean you're not going to put a bigger motor in. you're not teching engines you're you know you're not teching tires the only thing we tech if we tech is going to be weight and fuel it just yeah that just determines how long you go on a tank right so in oval they have so many rules yeah that they are willing to go to battle with you over yeah rules and it's it's that's taxing man yeah, it's so taxing lot. and and i love oval i'm an oval guy i grew up racing oval yeah. my whole life but they have found a way to make well i would say in high bite oval they found a way to make it miserable yeah it takes the fun out of it and i i hate that yeah. and, and i love the people but yeah. they did take the fun out of it yeah and the, i wasn't the only so i was the third person to take over I was the second person to take over a series that one person started. So mm-hmm. it was that guy started it. Then this guy took it over, ran it for a year. Mm-hmm. I took it over, ran it for two years. Well, there's a reason why the guy that started it gave it up. Oh, really? Yeah. It was for the same reason? Just yeah. I mean, you just, you just, yeah. you can't deal with the people for so long. Only it, it, it's like being an air traffic controller. Yeah. Their job is only, they they can only do that for so many years. Yeah, if they go crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same way with running an, an old series. Someone yeah. could pick it up tomorrow, do way better than I ever did, but I guarantee you they ain't going to do it last. for long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, in, and because of the taxing that they did to me and to anyone around them, mm-hmm we can't use our creativeness and, 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 and inject new ideas or make it better because they, they will not allow it. Yeah. They are so stuck in their ways. They will not allow it to, to progress. They're still running four minute races. Yeah. They're still running, you know, like the same old, same old stuff. And they're just going to keep beating themselves out of places to race. And and I hate that. And it's made me not want to race it. And, you know, hopefully I can kind of get back into it at at some point. Yeah. Because I'm I'm decent at it. I mean, it looks like fun. It's just. It's a lot of fun. I've never, like, all all the rules and speculations, I've never been interested in that. I don't know. I just, I like having the feeling of being able to throw a car out there and just run and knowing that, I guess it's like the time you put in and the, like, your consistency is all that matters. Yeah. There's no other, like... Put you, it this way. Off-road guys know how to party. And old guys yeah. don't. <laughs> well, I've never been to oval race, so I can't tell you. Well, I've been to both. <laughs> yeah. I love them both. Yeah. I love both. I love the oval guys, and I love the off-road well, guys. You sleep at the oval races. But <laughs> off-road guys know how to party. Yeah, I'm, they do. That's for sure. <laughs> That's we have, a, sure. you know, the, the Dixie Nats every year is a good time. They um, that's it. Your that's your yeah. Race, right? We put it yeah. on, and, and and it's it's a great race. And that's it, right before Masters, right? Two weeks, yeah. yeah. So it, busy. It's just one of those things. Like I'm always gonna kind of cater to them and and try to be part of it. But yeah. um, once they decide to get out of their own way, yeah, it'll grow. What do you think it's gonna take that? I don't know. I think people just have to go there for the right reasons. 
Like, are you going to want longer races other than four minutes? I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's wrong. It's just the same as it's been forever. Yeah. Um, what I mean by it is they, they, they are their own worst enemy. The yeah. racers themselves. They're just stuck in. What they, they they're stuck in their ways. They're 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 always they're they're never happy unless somebody unless they win. Yeah. They're they're kind of in the same sense of on road racers where they like to change classes if it's if they can't win in it. Uh, they want to push the promoter or the track owners to yeah. start a, a slower class or a different class. class. Um, yeah. Oval guys just, in the grand scheme of things, they just, they, in, in a way, a lot of them are miserable. Yeah, that doesn't sound like And fun. I'm not trying to be a dick. I, yeah. I, I have a ton of friends in Oval. Yeah. I love Oval. Yeah. This isn't me, like, down, I'm not saying any names or no, anything. No, no. But as a whole, they have a different mentality than we do. Yeah. We can show up to an off-road race, and there can be a thousand entries, and yeah. maybe five percent go home pissed off. No, no one usually does. I mean, it's not okay. Bad. I maybe said, one or two people. I said maybe. Yeah. But we can have an oval race with a hundred entries, yeah. and twenty-five percent are going home pissed off or more. That doesn't sound like fun. No, and it's yeah. not. And that—that's what I'm trying to get at is because it's a hobby, yeah, not a living. Yeah. They they take it to a different level. And I think if they all just realize they don't have to spend the money that they spend, they don't have to put the time in that they do. They do it yeah. because that's what they choose to do, and then they get mad about it afterwards. They turn into a job when it's not even a job. Right. Yeah. Don't get mad about something that you shouldn't get mad about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think that's where we're kind of like in this like uh, where we're button heads as a track owner promoter versus the racer because I've been both. Mm -hmm. um, I can I'm the same guy when I'm racing as I am promoting. Yeah, I have a good time. Oh, so when, sure, yeah. when I walk off that driver's stand, whether I win, lose, or draw, yeah, unless somebody blatantly takes me out or something. Oh yeah, and you can tell. I'm happy. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I can I can finish eighth out of eight and still yeah. walk off the driver's stand happy. Oh for sure, yeah. And I can win it and be the same happy. Yeah. Same in off road, but there's out of eight guys in an A main of a high bite dirt over race, six guys are gonna walk off pissed off. One guy's yeah. gonna walk off kind of like not knowing what happened. The only guy that's happy <laughs> is the winner. winner. Yeah. And I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, be happy if you, you you know if if you don't win, you shouldn't be. You know, like yeah. you should be like man, I especially if you were good. Yeah. But you shouldn't be so mad that you're just like nah. cussing people or hating the world. It's not a or, hobby at that point. Yeah, it's just, and it's that's what I found. Yeah, you know, it took me a while to figure that out, and yeah, and I, and I still want to go race with those guys. I just don't have the desire to hear the ear bending. Yeah, just kind of, kind of over it. Yeah, well, I guess that's what I like about Masters, though. Like, I see what you like the way you want RC to go in your eyes, and it's kind of what you implicate there. It's like, it's not, obviously it's about the racing, but it's about the other times too. Like on Sunday, it's like all those different races you do and Saturday night, the fireball race and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like people, I mean, half the people come for that just to see, I mean, there's not many times you see that many people around the track just watching a race. No. Like there's more people watching the fun races than there is the main events. Absolutely. So. Yeah, we, we've, we've, we've developed a. A brand. Yeah. Master of the Dirt is a brand. That is, and it's so much fun. I mean, it's more than a race. Yeah. And you're so, not even a 10-scale guy. No. I mean, I just like... You race 10-scale once yeah. a year only for Masters. Yeah. And obviously, it's, I try to do good there, but I mean, I'm having a good time, too. You did so, good last year. Yeah. I mean, I raced stock, but it was all right. Yeah, but that's a tough class at yeah, Masters, dude. Yeah, it was dude. stacked. Masters is... 
we're yeah we're i mean we tech heavy yeah we do control tires yeah and uh we get some of the best stock racers in the world yeah i think all the guys i like i looked at the nationals main versus what we raced at there and it's about the same yeah and I, I mean, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just took Danny's stopping cars and threw them on the track. Well, so. you know those cars are legit. They were though. good. They were good. But, like, I was like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I just like to see where I stack up. Like, I always like to challenge myself. So. I'd like to see someone like you who doesn't race 10 scale yeah. come in and do well. Because oh, yeah. kind of just shows that it's not just, like, being a specialist or, or, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, just being a racer. Yeah, because I didn't, like, I just. I just like the aspect of tent skills where you can just throw your car down there and practice because it's like the more practice I do, the better I get. Like right. these A skill races, I see the guys like all the pro guys. They they literally practice, go back in line, practice, and it's like I don't have a pit guy to go out there and do that. <laughs> so like at that kind of race, like at your race, I'm able to freaking throw my car down every single run after I marshal, and it's God that helps me so much. Yeah, but I can't do that at A skill races. Like. I'm grateful I have Rusty Crow, which is Blake's dad, like at Psycho and those kind of races. But that's it. I mean. So you don't have, like, a dedicated pit man? No. Normally, like, club race, I'm just getting down whoever to throw my car down. Right. But uh, I've never been, like, I've never had that opportunity, except for, like, what I said, Rusty. Rusty's helped me a lot. Yeah. If it wasn't, I wasn't able to race those Psycho races before him just because, I mean, you're not going to be able to get somebody to stand in line with you for an hour to practice for five minutes. Right. Just to pit your car. No one wants to do that. Right. Unless you had a buddy that you're, like, switching up time with, like, pitting him and he pits you. But then if you're trying to compete with the top guys, it's like you're not going to be able to even be on their level practicing half as much as what they practice. From what I read, that's not going to be allowed this year. Yeah, it's psycho. Yeah. I, I read that, too, but then it's like they have the – it's like from – 6.30 to 10, you free practice, and then they have the round or whatever for seating. But then after that, it opens back up. So it's going to be – Yeah, but the, what I'm saying is there's supposed no to be someone radios. checking that there's no holding we'll radios or whatever. Not. But I've seen that happen too. It's just like, God, I wish I had somebody to hold my radio in line. You're like, right. Because, like, you'll be waiting for 45 minutes, and you see what's-his-name just come up right in front of you. It's just like, that's cool. Well, we can name some names. Oh, I could, but – I know a few people that just <laughs> yeah. do not – care about anything but themselves and yeah. they'll they'll they don't care if they marshal they don't care how many times they practice it's all about them yeah but i mean and they're they, top guys they're the results show but it's just well, like damn i wish but it was it's even. not fair no nah. and and i'm glad dave is making an effort i hope that he follows through with it i you know i love dave's a good guy a lot yeah sometimes a lot gave trash but he's really tries his best he I gets think. a bad rap because he makes money yeah <laughs> and i think the people that think that it's bad to make money are just ignorant yeah exactly it's he, like, why this would... isn't the first psycho no. you know this is like the 10 20th. 11 12 it's like 16th or something yeah now. it's, it's deep yeah he didn't make this kind of money the first no. few his first I promise 10 were you. like 400 inch, not, not even yeah so and yeah. for him to take on the battle that he's taking on to yeah. put on these massive races yeah. is not easy. And I applaud no. him. I mean, yeah, I, I sure. hope he makes fucking hundred grand. I don't give a shit he how much money he makes. He's a million dollars out there. I don't care. It's like, he's but, bringing us a good race. Too. Right. Well, it's, but that's, that's where it, so that's where it, it becomes an issue. And I'm yeah. not saying it's an issue with me, yeah. but if you, if you're going to put on a thousand entry race, yeah. you best give everybody the best fucking experience. Exactly. Because all they're going to talk about is the money he made. Yeah. That's it. 
And I don't want that for him. I I want him to be successful. I want to, you know, like I appreciate people like him that have built the brand, him, Scotty Ernst, Joey, you know, there's, there's not many people like them in the world. No, they fucking kill it and they deserve it. I'm not, I'm not mad, but just give back, give, give the racers what they deserve for what they're paying for how many people that are there. Don't shortchange them. Yeah, that's what you mean. And so going back to the fucking line holders. Yeah. yeah if you say that shit, yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. You better pay. I, I mean, I he's got a, I, I know for a fact he's got enough money from that event that he can pay a guy for four days or yeah. three, two days actually for practice only. Yeah. For two days that all he does is walking up and down that line and make sure no one's just holding the radio. We'll see. Because normally he just has his son out there. and they, I mean, he but that don't cut it. In, uh... That doesn't cut it. And so I challenge Dave Lycom to make sure yeah. that what he said is going to be the fucking truth. For sure. I, I'm a supporter. I'm a sponsor. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I love Dave. But you have to provide the best experience if you're going to make that kind of money. Oh yeah. It's not sure. just the money. You, you can't let it be a money grab. It has to be an event yeah. that if you like, for instance, Joey said, so the whole thing at DNC was it started off with, okay, we're going to have referees. Yeah. We're going to yeah, do this. We're this. going to do that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Everyone was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. The, the, what roar doesn't do and all this, that, and the other. Okay, yeah. great. Well, a couple of days before the event, we're all thinking this motherfucker's getting rained out. Oh yeah, so you guys are done. And Joey says, "Backup plan is we'll race underneath the roof. Yeah, we're gonna race." Uh-huh. Well, we all show up to this race and we're practicing on Wednesday, and there's not a load of dirt even put in underneath that fucking <laughs> building yet. That's crazy. So Wednesday, halfway through practice, like Joey finally figures out, well. We have to do it. Yeah. Most people are like, why isn't the track just built? Just I can, I can see both sides. Yeah. Right. You don't want to build a track for unnecessary reasons. Yeah, exactly. But the weather report is not, I mean, there's no way. It was that bad. There's yeah. Yeah. It rained every day. Yeah. Every day. God, that's crazy. So it kind of was like, why aren't you already designed and built it or, or ready and have something that you can just, yeah. Knockout. Because normally he has like a practice track too, don't he? And he had that. It was just outdoors. Yeah, it's outdoors. <laughs> yeah. But and, and the the whole thing about these big races, and people are always going to give those guys shit for making a ton of money. Yeah. But the big thing is, is what are you providing for that money? Yeah. And that's where me as a, I've been a prom, in, involved in promoting my entire life. My father yeah. promoted racing that's from cool. the day I was born. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's where I learned anything I know I learned from my dad. Yeah. But you have to give value. Yeah. You have to show people that if I give you a hundred dollars times three, yeah. what am I getting for that? Yeah. And if you said you're going to do something, you have to do, do it. it. Yeah. And if that means having that referee, or if that means having someone watching those lines, yeah. if that's 200 bucks a day for two days, that's a splash in the bucket yeah. to have four guys or two guys, a hundred bucks each for eight hours each. Mm-hmm. walking up and down that line making sure no one's fucking holding radios yeah because i know that if i see someone holding a radio and they're not sent on their way i'm gonna yeah. tell i'm gonna when when dave and i talk after psycho yeah i'm gonna be like here's who i saw and i'm not really happy with it because yeah. you said this wasn't gonna happen yeah 
it wouldn't even affect me. But it's no. not. It's not. And normally it doesn't even affect me because those guys always go to the top. Yeah. But it's just like it's not the fact that it affects me. It's the fact you said you're going to do it. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to like masters for us. Yeah. We lay out this event. Yeah. Right. And well, even a better example: last year for Palmetto, not this year's Palmetto, but last year's Palmetto. Yeah. I made it a two-day event. We were hoping to get over 200 entries. We've really never been there, but I felt mm -hmm. like, oh, we're on a kind of a high. We're gonna we're gonna get to it. Yeah. So I made it a Saturday Sunday event with Friday practice. Yeah. Well, had 160, 170, same as like this year, very yeah, close, yeah. and we could have very well jammed it all in on Saturday on and been done. And people ask me, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" This is how I promoted it. This yeah, is what we're doing. Way. That's what people expect, right? You already, you know, you already got hotel rooms. You know, I'm sorry that, it, but we got out at six o'clock or whatever, and yeah. people had a good time. And even people this year said, "I kind of wish you would have done it the same." Like a two day. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact is, if I would have promoted it a one day, I would have fucking jammed it in in one day. I wasn't gonna make people have to stay the night yeah. and do it Sunday. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's all about what you put on that flyer. Mm -hmm. If you tell people you're going to do it, fucking do it. Yeah. I be agree. that person. And so that's, if I have any bitch or any complaint, mm -hmm. it'll be about stuff like that. Yeah. To Dave and, and, and or to Joey or to, to Scotty. Yeah. You know, they're, they're supposed to be professionals. I don't really have a lot of bitches for any of them. Yeah. I mean, normally it's pretty good. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. But if you say it, do it. Yeah. That's my whole thing. And I agree. So we're going to see, you know, we're a couple we'll weeks away. Out. Yeah. You know, so it's. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, are you gonna do what you say or or yeah. not? I think they should. I hope they do. I mean, that's what they say. Because on, at a race of that magnitude, it's a huge advantage if you got someone willing to stand in line for you for an hour yeah, at a you time. You gotta go wrench or chill out for a second. Yeah. Because I mean, at that point, you're not marshaling either. So. And then, but in another thing is. that they let go is the marshaling. And, yeah. And I, there should be a certain point in time. You should have to marshal no matter what. That they, oh, I agree. But like, if they're gonna go all night, yeah. Like Lance turns on. Yeah, it gets like it gets auto. a shit show at nighttime. Right. Yeah. And there's only f out of f fifteen people on driver stands, Two, five people. Not even. It's just like you go out there and hopefully don't wreck. Right. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of like, do you wait to to, to race at night and yeah. just hope that you got someone that's willing to marshal you? Yeah. Or do you stand in line and practice all day and sleep at night? Yeah. Like a normal human. You got to pick your poison, I guess. I agree. I mean, because at night, I mean, unless they have another person out there, like like you said, Lance kind of. They need another Lance for yeah. the for that one night. I'm going to get Patrick for, or somebody to do it. Yeah. Somebody. Because that, that's, that's where it sucks. Like a lot of people. I remember back in the old days uh, in the old Georgia place. Yeah. Oh, in Unadilla? When I first started going to Unadilla. That was a. Crazy race there. I love that. I place. miss. I wish it was still there. Me too. God, to me, was, it's the best. That is like because it was like creepy building, anyways. It yeah, was like, it was creepy. Like the owls and the restaurant was fucking great. Their steaks, dude. they were good. They must have yeah. been cooking those horses out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they but, were good steaks though. But they that that I learned a lot about Psycho at that building. Yeah, and I will never forget 
because I was kind of new into those big events. Yeah. And I'll never forget being there at like three o'clock in the morning and Lutz and Bornhorse and the techno there. team yep. show like they weren't even there. They, That's showed, they up. showed up for practice. Yeah. That was badass. Too. Because they knew there's no one really, I mean, for the amount of people that are at those races at yeah. that time it was like six, 700 entries Yeah, that everyone else is done. They've yeah. fucking practiced all day. You got, Maybe yeah. 50 people practicing at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Then you could just go back in line. Back to going, back which to was back. All, I used to do that, too. That was the way to go. And that was the way to go. Yeah. But uh, it's not anymore. It's I, different I now. I think now you need to wake up early and get your first few hours in, then be done. It's different now. It's you, weird. You know, the only other way to do it, and my suggestion is this to a lot of these bigger races, is yeah. give people, when they sign up, yeah. give them tickets. So, that would be for cool. instance... Show up to Psycho or DNC, thousand yeah. entries. You walk up, you pay for three classes. Yeah. Every class you get three tickets. So that's as many times you can practice. Period. That would be perfect. You can go out nine times with your nitro buggy. Yeah. You can go out one time with each and then yeah. seven times or six times with it another. Makes it even for people. Yeah. Though. But everyone has to hand in a ticket to the person up front yeah. to get on that track. Yeah. And that way everyone gets the same amount. No, yeah. there's no waiting. You could wait until the very end of the day and you might not even be able to use all your tickets yeah. because the track closes at 10. But at least you had the, op- I mean, if you would have planned it out better, you probably could have. Yeah, exactly. And and that's, there's a lot of ways people can make their situation better. Yeah. But it does take manpower. It goes back to like. Having a pit guy and all that. Well, well I was going to say, goes back to like impounding tires. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, if I had the manpower, I'd do it every time. Yeah. But. With a thousand inch race, there's no excuse for not having the, the money. Tickets would be a little easier though than impounding tires, like collecting tickets. Oh, way easier because yeah. the person could stand at the bottom of the driver's yeah. stand. You would just have to make sure people. Ain't you don't like, got to worry about people standing in line anymore. Off of people or stuff. That'd be the only thing you'd have to. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I guess not. That's your nine tickets to do what you want. That is true. You'd Three have the, per you'd class. You have the one guy giving out all his tickets to the pro guys and stuff. Though. If he only wanted to fucking race that is true. one class and and not care about the rest. Yeah. That's true. But honestly, it's the way to go. It's it's yeah. it's a lottery. It, it it's or it's not a lottery. It's 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 numbered. Yeah. Every person gets this many times on the track or yeah. You can do what you want with them. I agree. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. We're not talking rocket science. Or no. you can put someone walking say that you're going to have someone checking walking up and down making sure no one's fucking not marshaling, no one's cutting, you know, holding. <laughs> That'd be crazy to do. You know? Good luck. I mean, Lance does a good job during the day at on practice day, I'd say. Because, I mean, normally when you're there throughout the day and there's 100 people in line practicing, everybody usually marshals. Yeah. You might have those two Who wants to be that there. asshole that doesn't and everyone's like, where the fuck's that guy Yeah, at? normally, I mean, sometimes there's not that guy, but normally it's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, some people just don't care. But Lance, Scotty is like the ultimate professional. Yeah. When it comes to marshalling, don't fucking cross Scotty. No, he'll call you out in a heartbeat. Oh, he pays attention, going. dude. Like, yeah. he, he he looks at that list of people that just practiced, yeah. and he'll look. He knows almost everyone. He looks yeah. at that track. Yeah. One of the first things he does, dude, this is what I love about Scotty, is, like, he pays attention to names crossing the line so he can see paint schemes. That's good. He knows paint schemes and names by the yeah. end of the week. It allows him to call a race better, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he also knows who doesn't marshal. Yeah. And he'll be the first one to say, hey, Evan Bale, I don't yep. see you. Yep. Your name's on the screen. That's a good thing. Well, though. yeah. And we should all want to do it 
I don't know if you listened to the the podcast that Lucas and I did, mm-hmm. um, but we did the top ten, and and one of the fucking top of what we hated about RC was yeah. people not marshalling. It's your yeah. fucking duty. Yeah, I mean, it's like you want to be marshaled the way you marshal somebody else, or just be yeah, there, exactly. you have even to. if you don't do it hardcore in practice. Yeah, be there to help people get practice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, when you're racing, when it's race time, I marshal people exactly the way that I hope yeah, to be marshaled. For sure, because I mean, it'll practice. come back to bite you if not. We're we're all trying to practice. We're in our mind. We're thinking of how we can do better. We just got done running. We're like, yeah, a fucking car here, or there. You, you know, well, an extra tenth of a second don't matter in practice. Yeah, I don't get mad if someone kind of walks over, no, and takes their foot, a, flips my shit over. That doesn't matter. But in the race time, at least try, try. Yeah, show us you care. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think in a lot of things people just don't. There's no glory in marshalling. No, it's a it's a it's a self satisfaction thing. Like you well, should. Let's good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I'm not bragging, but I'm good yeah, at it. Yeah, I marshal good. That's good. I marshal hard. Like I fucking go for cars in the middle of a storm. Yeah, you know. But I also want to be done like that. Yeah, and exactly. I know it's not going to happen. I always fucking crash where there's a kid or a, a guy that's like. Bad hobbling one. or yeah. you know what i mean like i'm that guy i fucking i even i'll scan the track before they drop my car out <laughs> and see where not, not the wreck and i always wreck where i don't want to wreck over the years i've just been like if i wrecked and they don't get it fast enough it's my fault anyway so it is i have never really yelled at a marshal just because it's, unless there's literally no marshals there like my car's just sitting there for 20 seconds well, that sucks but i've had that happen too but <laughs> normally i'm just like it's my fault to deal with it well so, you know when it's all said and done, it is your fault. Yeah, I mean you. Read. But we have a system in this, in this hobby. Yeah. And people need to follow it. Yep. Yep. Not everybody is going to do it as good as the as you want. Yeah. But they're not exempt unless no. they have a medical or a, a disability issue. You know. Yeah. And at that point, most people understand and help. Like everyone's willing to jump over that pipe. Yeah. Run out to the corner. Yeah. And help. As long as there's not like 50 cars coming at you at the same time. Yeah. So those things hurt. So yeah, I think Psycho, I, I, I hope they, I hope Dave sticks to this. I hope he listens to this. And, and you know, I talked to Dave at the event and tell him my feelings. He's called me and we've talked yeah. after events, like, you know, good. asked my opinion on things before. And, yeah. And, and I'm just one of many guys that actually put on races. So I have, yeah. I have a, an honest and, True opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've always been one to say, give back more. Yeah. You know? I agree. You've been to Masters, so you know we give a lot back. Oh, for sure. Whether it be the different kind of races or just, like, how y'all feed everybody on Saturday. Yeah. We're we're about giving people bang for their buck. Yeah. I wish Dave would do a different kind of race, though. Like, I remember I went to Southern Nats one year. It's kind of harder for eight scale to do the kind of races you do, I think, just because the track's so big. You know, like the fun races or whatever. Yeah. But, like, it. Where Southern Nats one year, they did a race towards like the top three guys in sportsman and then top three guys in intermediate and then pro. They all raced one big money race. And they started the sportsman guys first and then like 15 seconds later, the intermediate guys and 15 seconds later, the pro guys. They had like five minutes. And it was like by the end of the race, pro guys finally caught up to the, like the intermediate guys or the sportsman guys. And it was oh, just like cool. a good race for 500 bucks or something. It was oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. So, that was cool. 
that um the race that uh i'm building for august is uh is yeah. is a totally different concept well that'd be good we need something like that because it adds fun into the race it's like you're not all worried about obviously you're gonna be worried about the main race but yeah i mean it's still a race so there all the classes are still available but it the, there is something really cool that we're implementing yeah. it's Good. I'm trying to get the details worked out to where it's announced hopefully before the end of this month. Really? Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those good ones. Yeah. Hopefully an annual. It'd be nice to have another annual race around here. It'll be close. Yeah. Yeah. Real close. Especially that time of year is good because well, Wicked's around that, but that's about it. Well, Wicked moved into July. So then you're good. Yeah. So there's really nothing. Uh, LCRC has the Mugen Challenge in August. Yeah, because that was back-to-back. I remember it, that. It I, was back-to-back. Yeah. Actually, sometimes it was on the same weekend. Yeah, I could never They go. were splitting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wicked Weekend's local to me, so I always went to that. Yeah. It's hard and the Mumas, man, they, they're so such good people. Yeah, but LCRC? Yeah. yeah they, I love that track. Man, what a facility. I, I, If I live, those people are spoiled and they don't know it. Like, yeah. the, the, the racers up there, Yeah, that is such a man yeah, that tracks awesome. they're so lucky and yeah. they're they're lucky to have the people they're lucky to have the facility um if i lived up there i'd be there oh for sure all the time for sure they need to you know people need to take a page out of their book because they're they're family oriented they're family owned they yeah. they work hard and uh krista yeah. and kevin are just amazing people yeah. so i look forward to I, I i think they're gonna end up being like legends of this industry like good. they're they're the I kind of people so. that i always try to look at and see what they're doing because yeah. we could probably learn from it and they've been going on it for years too yeah I, I mean probably just as long as i've been racing yeah they've been they've been around for a while and um you know i appreciate them i i think they're yeah. there's there's a handful of people that you can like just you just know in this country like these track owners they do it for the right reasons oh and for sure yeah. those those that family yeah, they do it for the right reasons. I wish they were closer. Me too. I mean, I I went to Nats. That's the only time I've been there. Same here. I want to go. I'd like to go for Mugen Challenge or their cancer race. Um, yeah. I feel like the cancer race. There's always something I have already. When is that race? I don't even know. I have to look. Um, but I know that the uh, LC or the um, Mugen Challenge will be the week before our. The oh, race really? that we're putting on this year so that'll yeah that'll stop me from going it won't stop the big yeah, dogs from yeah, going but sure. that's a cool track though Nats was good i mean you hit the track and you had grip it was just like from yeah. the start it was cool I yeah like that that Nats was a perfect example of a track like theirs and people when it rained people just looking at it like i hope it dries but I mean, it was good. Then though. it was them and one or two of their helpers and me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was you. That wasn't that before Main Day. It, it was, rained. Yeah. Like Saturday night or something, or Friday it was during night. the day. Yeah. And, and we that. just we were out there working because I know what it's like to be them. Yeah. You know, it'd it's be nice. Most people, you know, a lot of people need to understand like shit just don't do itself. No. Hours and tons of hours of preparation. A lot. But yeah, they don't see the behind the scenes part of it. No, because like, well, like S and B, we have a group chat and all the buddies or whatever, or all our friends want us to them to race. And it's Nick and Jamie are like, if you want to race, go out there and push the water off yourself, and we can race. But yeah, it's just like it's a lot of work. Yeah, for what? Yeah, exactly. You for, know, like 
50 entries, not even. If you get 50 saying. entries, you might pay the bills. Yeah, maybe. Might. Maybe. You're not going to make a dollar. No. It's, at the end of the day, for them, it's for fun. I mean, that's what they're doing it for. So. Well, if they do it for fun, then they're not going to do it whenever everybody wants to. If you're doing it to make money, then you yeah. you know they have to, people have to understand it's not free. Exactly. You know, and there's, there's equipment. There's you know you got to go buy sawdust or hay bales or whatever to, to yeah. dry shit out. You got to spend hours and hours out there. We're in yeah. equipment. It's a whole other job. Pay someone to build a track. Yeah, it's another job. Yeah. It's just not. It's not fun. No. I mean, I'll tell you right now, it is not fun. No, it's fun once it's done, but it, it it's could not- be. Yeah, it could, be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I'm not but, saying it is, but it no, could be. But yeah, they don't see the behind the scenes. No, it's a lot of work. So you don't want to own a track? If ever, it'd be an indoor track. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no rain affects that. You had talked I mean, about one point coming down here and working for yeah, me. I, I would love to. It's just I don't. I'm trying to figure out what my career path is. I don't know yet. Yeah, don't don't do it in the hobby business. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do it in my business. I'll tell you. There's no career in this. You got to be, uh, you either got to be dumb or rich. <laughs> and I wasn't rich. <laughs> well, at least you're <laughs> if that fun, tells right? you anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're having fun with it. I mean, you're doing pretty good. Ten years in. So. I bet if you asked nine out of ten people in this area where Beach RC would have been after yeah. I opened up in that small little shop. Yeah. They'd be like, he's closing the year. Because I, I never went to your small shop. I saw videos of, like the Hannah's running there. Yeah. What was that compared to this? Um, so the small shop was 5,000 square foot total. Oh, wow. I had a hobby shop that was no bigger. The people watching won't be able to see it, but no yeah. bigger than the, the that room in there. Okay. Okay. The track itself was like 1,300 square foot. I saw the videos of it. And then I had, you know, our our tables with bar stools? Yeah. I brought them over. Okay. That's all we had for pitting. Oh, wow. So I think five, five of those tables. Yeah. And then behind, we had a separated wall, and then we had a about 2,000 square foot behind the, the off-road track. Mm-hmm. And we had a carpet oval in there oh, that so was super tiny. Yeah. Holy crap, I didn't know that. Super tiny. Yeah. Like paperclip Martinsville tiny. Wow. Um, so just to give you like a, a perspective, mm-hmm. 1,360 square feet was the off-road track. Yeah. And that track over there is almost 7,000. So you can Holy fit crap. you can fit four of the old tracks yeah. in into that track at That's least. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I mean that's a pretty decent sized track in there, but I can't imagine. Yeah, and it's small compared, yeah, compared to some to, other ten yeah, scale tracks. Some of them are massive. Yeah, and and really the reason why is because the footprint. Yeah, it's just like a they, square. The town wouldn't, the city wouldn't let us do. Um, they wouldn't let us put us dry, our driver stand on the back wall. Oh really? To go wide. I got you. Uh, and if we would have done that, we would have put pit tables against like the wall where other glass doors and stuff are, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then back over to where they are. But we would have made the track wider, yeah. longer, so the driver stand would have been there and looking this way, mm-hmm. instead of driver stand here looking that way. But it's unique how it is right now. Like it's like a square, so it's like yeah, there's it's, not many tracks like that. No, it, it's it's almost square. It's seventy two by eighty five. Yeah, most tracks are like. 70 by 100 or, yeah. or or 60 by 120 or something like they're more wide yeah um but 
really allows us to do some pretty wild layouts. Yeah. Just not all, you know, we don't, we try not to do a lot of one eighties. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of tracks just go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and no. we we're we're pretty adamant about making tracks that are yeah. ripping. I mean, they seem like more like eight scale, like they're obviously smaller tracks, but they're eight scale vibes to them. Like this past yeah. master's layout kind of had an eight scale vibe to it. Yeah, I think that's kind of why I did good. And the Palmetto like, track that's in now is yeah, fucking insane. I might try to rip some laps on that thing before I look. Oh, dude, looks so I cool. haven't been on it yet, and we um, I'm gonna try to race this Wednesday, but yeah. that I mean, it's just just big. Yeah, those jumps. I looked. At, I just peeked in the window. I was like, God, that's what I've happens. Seen pictures, but I was like, What the heck? It's what happens when I'm not here. Oh yeah, Lucas I, just threw I tell down. Lucas like, Hey man, I'm sorry, but uh, I've you know this the way that this year worked out, I'm not gonna be here yeah. for. And uh, he's like, don't worry, I got it. Do you put input in or does he just do it all every well, time? So we had this um, podcast where it, it all I needed was 25 people to get on our on our uh, podcast and, yeah. and on YouTube and say, Brent must design the track. Oh, yeah. And I, we got like 15 or oh, something. That was it. Come on, people. Dang, I got to watch these more. Yeah. So I do that. And so we didn't get enough. So I, I was like, fuck it. I'm not designing this track. I yeah. didn't get enough people. Everyone wants Lucas to do it. So <laughs> well, Lucas designed it, it and uh, they built it while I was at DNC. Yeah. And it's, I could have either been miserable, cold at DNC. Yeah. Or build a track. Building a track. And honestly, <laughs> I would have probably track. rather built the track. I saw that live video you did when you got back from DNC of it. You're like, what the heck? Dude, it was insane. That's like I, I, all I, Lucas sent me a picture and he's like, it's yeah. done. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. What's he going to do after this? You got to top that one, right? Yeah. That's what Good we were luck. talking about for uh, masters. Like what's next? You got to make it bigger and bigger. It's going to be crazy. We don't have enough dirt for bigger and bigger. That's going to be crazy. We're, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have him start working on Ma masters is going to start kind of like being promoted probably in, uh, probably May. Yeah. And um, so I hope this year I want to do things differently than we've done in the past. So oh, there's really? some, some new things I want to try yeah. um, promotional wise and, okay. and event wise, but cool. it, it's tough because we, it's always tough to, to top something that yeah, that's already set so good. Yeah. And I'm, you got ideas though, right? I mean, I'm always open to ideas, man. It's never, it's never done until like the day yeah. before. And that whole month for you guys, is, well, last year you had RCGP the yeah. same time. I remember that whole month was ridiculous for you guys. Worst month of my life. Uh, you were glad when it was over, I'm sure. Just Dixie, RCGP, Masters. Yeah, and then it rained during RCGP. So oh, we built that track three times God, before we even did a lap on it. Yeah, y'all had. I remember it was like ready to go, and then it poured. Fucking A. That was after the second time we built the track. Yeah, that sucks. I hated it because I showed up and I was like, this track's underwater. The whole day we just sat there. That was, was crazy. The most, one of the most miserable. DNC was more miserable because of the weather. Yeah. But that sucked because of all the work we had to put in. It's a lot. For very little return. Yeah. And, oh, well, I mean, a loss, really. But yeah. the RCGP is a great concept. Yeah, it's a good concept for sure. It just needs work. Yeah, I don't know how they just need to figure out how to bring more people in. Maybe do it's their own fault. Maybe like add some of your ideas into it, like the fundraisers or something. I don't know. No, they, there's they just it's probably a it's whole their own other fault. conversation there. But yeah, yeah, I'd love to have them on. Um, yeah, I mean, he's know, a great guy. He's cool. Dave would be a great guy to have yeah. on here, but yeah, Dave's cool. 
I mean, I like the concept. I mean, it's cool, and their coverage is freaking top notch. But yeah, yeah, I don't. But know. their coverage is top notch. However, it's provided on a service that is not top notch, yeah. in my opinion. And see, I've never. And I love those guys. Once again, like yeah. I'm this. I, I, you know, I say a lot of things about other people's stuff, but yeah, I, it doesn't reflect on how I feel about the people. You know yeah. what I mean? But the guys that run the RCTV, mm-hmm. great people, lots of energy, very smart, very very quality stuff. However, mm-hmm. it's not what I expect out of such a production. Yeah, I I expect. I mean, for instance, what Danny Paz does for us with RC, yeah, he does great. His stuff for the Master of Dirt in Fall Brawl that yeah. he did was almost as good yeah and i'm not saying it was as good but almost as good with a one-man show yeah as what it took for them to fly in four or five people yeah and do everything and yeah i think that you can do a lot more with less yeah if you have the right people to do it yeah you know what i mean maybe they so you think they went to they hired too many people for well, as far as production hand. goes, yeah, but I yeah. think as far as the way that they structured RCGP, they alienated so many people that yeah, it's hard to want to get involved. It's yeah, hard to want to follow. It's hard to want to to participate. Yeah, I agree. And they made the huge mistake last year of charging for watching the races. Yeah, no. and that came out of nowhere two three days before the first event at yeah. SMB. Because, I mean, people, RC guys aren't going to normally pay to watch races. Well, they will, but not that. No. Not what they were asking. No. And And not on not when they were surprised, caught off guard. Yeah. And they didn't really know what to expect either. It's not like a, an event that's already been in place. Like, if it was a DNC and you expected people to pay 10 bucks or 20 bucks to watch it, people would. But right. Well, it's so like, not yet. Live RC has done that in the past where they had those premium races. Yeah. Like, DNC, Silver yeah. State. But people knew what they were going to get, too. It's like, you know what race that is. Right. Or they would get a sponsor that would pay for it so everyone got it for free. Yeah. But they always had a premium side of Live RC. Yeah. The problem, what happened, I believe, with RCGP is they threw it on people basically the week of the first event. Yeah, that's too too late. And everyone was like, well, fuck that. Yeah. And they know they made that mistake. But I, I yeah. think they, they've made other mistakes leading up to it from the very first, from the first year in 19 and mm-hmm. exp- they, they thought, okay, if we have a really good 19, we will see more people get involved in 20 yeah. and then COVID hit that didn't even and then 20 then. went away Yeah, and then 21 went away. Yeah. I forgot about that. They didn't even run one in 21, did they? No. And oh. then they start back up in 22, and yeah. it was kind of lackluster. They threw on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, they didn't, you know, not everybody could be involved again. Yeah. And so now you're, you've are you alienated out some of the best racers in the world. Half of them, honestly. Yeah. And I tried to get um, Dakota for the last one at the fall at, at the Badlands, yeah. but they and, – and I agreed with them because it was just a Hail Mary. Like, hey, guys, I can bring in Dakota. Yeah would you guys be up for it? And the team managers were like, no, because it's against the rules. If it wasn't against the, you know, if it, obviously we would love to have him if it wasn't against the rules that were set forth. Yeah. And that's, it sucks. That's the problem. But it it is what it is. But in such a better race, if Dakota was there. 
Well, I mean, out, outcome would have changed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, he probably would have dominated. Yeah. I mean, that's his style track. Yeah. And, so. and, and they don't, that's for the, for the lack of better way to explain it. That's why they didn't want yeah. him to come because yeah. why would they want someone to, an outsider to show Shut up on my boy. team yeah. and smoke them all? Yeah. Because none of those guys want to get beat by a guy that's just not dominant like he was. That was yeah. their that was their show to to promote like their guys. promote their guys. Yeah, they just gotta open up to the fact that everybody wants to see their guys race everybody else. It's like right, and they, and they kept on talking about like, I want my we want to we want to show up to these races and race against all the best. Yeah, exactly. But they made it so hard for all the other brands to really yeah. get involved that. You're not racing. I mean, it's not Formula One until you have all the best guys there. Right. I mean, that's what they kind of tried to make it like. But this is exactly what they tried to make it like. It's yeah. Formula One. But, but they, they also weren't allowing people to come in easily. No. It made it very tough. Yeah. You know, and there's only such a, a pool of people to, to draw from, from those brands. Exactly. I mean, I remember you asked, thinking about guys. I was like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you either. Yeah. Because... I mean, there's only so many people here that run those brands. Right. So. It makes it tough. Yeah. I don't know. So what's next for you, man? You got Psycho? Yeah, Psycho. I'm looking forward to that. That's two weeks. So going down like Thursday for that. Yeah. So Psycho's a big one. And then after that, I'll be busy next month with like I got weddings for family and stuff like that. No shit. Yeah, and then what's after that? We got Silver State, so that's, I mean, that's about it, really. So you got Psycho, Silver State, Nats. Yeah. Silver State, Nats, same month. Yeah, so I'm going to have to figure that out quick. And Wicked Weekend is in July. Yeah, I'll go to that one, that's for sure. June, there's probably not too much going on out here. Yeah, it might be an heck. SOS, I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, I'll try to do most SOSs if I can. I mean, at least SMBs. Yeah. So... It's just too it's too close not to go to it. Yeah. So other than that, I mean I'm gonna race as much as I can, but I can't race every weekend, obviously. Right. It's so hard to I know all the kids do it these days, but I try to and work at the same time, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, and then trying to have free time and hang out with your friends on other it's Man, you're so young though. Yeah. You got time. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Um, do you want to, uh, what's your, for painting stuff, what's yeah. your prevail stuff? As far as what? The goals or what? No, like uh, you got oh, website, Instagram. social media, Instagram, or anything? Yeah, so on Facebook it's called, it's just prevail paints on Facebook. I haven't really built that page up yet. But, I mean, there's some stuff that's linked to my Evanville Facebook profile to that. So you can kind of see what I do there. Then on Instagram it's prevail underscore paints. And see some helmets and some bodies I've done. So, but like you said, I should post up more more of my stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember for years, like you're like, are you still painting? I'm like, yeah, I'm still painting. I just have to post it. <laughs> so, but every time I post it, I get like freaking like 50 more people message in my inbox, which is good. But it's also like, I at the time I can't really take them all in. Yeah, I feel bad. But well, I mean, so if you're honest with people and you just tell yeah. them how long it's gonna be, yeah, you know, say this is. I can get you done in six weeks, and if not, then uh, yeah. you know you're more than welcome to find someone else. But exactly. this is what I got. Yeah, I just need to make that list like the other guys have been doing, and put them on it, and go from there. And they'll know when their stuff's getting painted. 
So. Yeah, it's time to do some adult Step things. It up. Yeah, I know. I've always just ran it out the, you know, just out the after racing, go paint some bodies and go back to track. But now I kind of have to figure out how to like kind of streamline it. Yeah, for sure. So there's nothing easy about like learning how to make things better. Yeah, like it, it, we do it every day here. Yeah, I, I'll walk across the street and I'll tell them, "Hey, what if we try this because this isn't working?" Mm-hmm. You know, and. Um, I don't come from a business background. Yeah. I'm a hard knocks kind of guy. I yeah. learned from my dad. My dad probably not as educated as he might seem, you know, and just a really smart, good yeah, guy, you know. For sure. Uh, I think if we if we don't evolve, yeah, we're not trying. No, and then it probably gets kind of get burnt out because there's nothing new. It's yeah, like you kind of you have to change. You yeah. have to do things differently from time to time to not get stuck in a rut. Exactly, and not be feeling like you're constantly doing the same thing doing the same thing because that's never fun yeah you don't want to be mundane and just nah bored you always gotta add something new to the mix especially doing what you do man like yeah you've got to have fresh ideas you got to keep it fresh yep so i mean heck i might end up painting something new in the next coming years you never know yeah i mean i I feel like it's a stepping stone for sure it's like i mean rc bodies taught me how to paint so now i and then that led me to the helmet, so that could lead me to other things, too. So, like I said, Chris Rupp quit RC. Yeah. He's so, making enough money doing helmets. He don't need to work on yeah, RC bodies. He's good. His work's amazing. I mean, he's one of the best up there like Ryan is. So, I mean, Chris's lines are the best out there. I think, yeah, they're so. pretty sick. <laughs> yourself, dude, but don't. don't I try, yeah. Don't just, uh, downgrade yourself yeah. to not that level. You're, I mean, maybe what you were a couple years ago. Yeah. But what you are right now is yeah. totally different. Your stuff's looking really good. I appreciate it. I try. It's just like, I try to like, we were talking at the dinner table last night with my family about stuff like that. It's just like, you got to figure out the line you draw to where how perfect you want something to look versus the time you put in and right. what you're making. It's just like. Well, it's like Larry Genova's stuff. Yeah. From a distance, his stuff's amazing. Yeah, it's also badass. And yeah. once again, not a knock on Larry. Yeah. He's pumping out bodies left and he right. He probably paints the most out of anybody. Yeah. Which I respect. I mean, that, absolutely. That so that's stuff. his living, and he's fucking killing it. Yeah. But if you look at him close, they're not like a Chris Rupp or a yeah. Bradley Fine Line or even your stuff, yeah. dude. It, that, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. What you, you were talking choose. about. That's I'm glad that you guys actually think about it. Just yeah. you, you can pump them out. Yeah. And still. You know, and, and, and people are still going to be happy. Yeah. You know, are you trying to win, like, concourse at Nats? Or, so or are you just yeah. trying to get some a local club racer his own style that he's going to want to continue to have? Exactly. It doesn't have to be the most perfect yeah, paint. Exactly. It just has to be what they like. Yeah. And it's like you my know? dad was saying, it's like, like 70% of the people aren't going to be able to see the mistakes that you can see in your right. own work. You'll pick apart your oh, own yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, all day, every day. So... That's the big, especially for my sister too. Like she's her worst critic. Yeah. And over the years, I was, but now I'm just like, I realize that it's like everything can't be perfect. I yeah. try, but uh, it is what it is. So I as like long it. as I'm pretty happy with it, most people will be too. So. I'm gonna send you home with some of these things to paint or something. Yeah, I could. I can paint whatever you want. So <laughs> paint get the some, table. Get some cool designs going in here. Yeah. Just uh, different shit. Yeah, paint something on the wall. Well, your boy Cameron. Yeah, it does a fly. Supposed to be fucking making me some woodwork for this place. He contacted yeah. me. I didn't contact him. So <laughs> well, get Cameron, about get it. your shit together, right, dude. I'm waiting on this fucking wall art wall, right man. here. <laughs> you were you even said to me, my shit looks bland. I need something. <laughs> I agree. 
Send it to what me. I can't promote your. I'm not. Don't even say his woodworking name. <laughs> can't promote it. Yet. Can't promote your name until we get something on these walls. So. That's right. But yeah, we. You know, I'm all about color. I'm all about like just popping some stuff up. I've yeah. Been, no, I like it. I've been changing yeah. things around. Uh, That's sick. We got these that I I haven't released them yet, but it's yeah. a new Assault RC. Uh, for those guys that are looking, this is a an adjustable wall body mount right here. Yeah. That's sweet. So all these bodies are hung by these mounts right here. They'll be on sale on beachrc.com soon. That's a design by me and Billy Fisher. Um, but yeah, like we like, I, I want to, I've been, I've been thinking about wrapping the wall and I, yeah, I, that would be cool, but I don't know what to put on it because I mean, I, I think I'd rather just have a bunch of little things puzzled together. Yeah. It'd be cool to have like, Obviously, like your brand in there, but maybe like pictures of times you've had and stuff. Like, yeah, I I think some some good pictures will make their way up yeah. there soon. Because recently, people's been asking me to wrap walls in like their shops or paint walls in their shops and stuff. I'm like, dude, honestly, it'd be easier for you to wrap it. Yeah. Because for me to paint it, that would be probably cost too much and then take too long. So. Did you see Drew Singer's new yeah, uh, the truck, truck and, and trailer? trailer. God, it's badass, ain't it? It is so badass. Yeah, he painted it outside. Freaking graffiti. I'm, I don't think he gives a shit. No, but like, it's, it's sick, not though. looking for the smoothest gloss no. like show car look. But I like that style. That's cool. I do too. I'm a graffiti guy. Did you yeah. see the wall when you walked in? Yeah, it's sick. We got the graffiti wall yeah. in there. Imagine his. I mean, just imagine him driving down the freaking. It's gonna look sick. That. Oh, I know. That truck was already cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends what you like. But <laughs> I think it was slammed. It was on the ground. I uh, when I first saw that thing at Wicked last year, I, I went, think you had a comment or something. Yeah, I went to Drew and I was like, uh, <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing here, buddy?" It's different, <laughs> but I mean, it definitely turns it's, your eye. It's badass. Yeah, yeah. It's so totally now bad. it's even cooler with the paint. So. The paint definitely made it way more badass yeah we were talking about uh, our storage containers out back about having like this that same guy come and oh, just graffiti it? graffiti the yeah. containers but i also would like anybody that just wants to graffiti yeah just go find a kid on the street at the train track yeah they're, they're like well, we don't have train tracks but no, right. anyway find someone that likes yeah. the graffiti yeah yeah i wish i mean i'm sure i could do it but i've never had the time to put it into it so because yeah. i like that style i mean it's i like cool. the style yeah but Obviously, it's like an art. You have to put time into it to be good at it. There's so. a new Nitro Pro Servo coming out that uh, uh -huh. it's going to look sick. Oh, is it graffitied up? All secrets. I can say is it's going to look sick. Yeah, that'll be cool. I can't God. wait to see it. I hope I was allowed to say that. Oops. <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll be cool either way. <laughs> it will be. It will be good. That's awesome. No, that's cool in here, though. I see the Hardy. Um, yeah, Have I went up to uh, Cotton Eye Joe's. Oh, or Coyote Joe's? Or Coyote Joe's, yeah. yeah. And I missed that. that. That's, we went to that show uh, that Friday night. Yeah. Um, fuck, he's A bunch awesome. of my friends went there. I wanted to go. Yeah, he's, he's uh, Hardy's the man. Yeah, that's sick. He's coming to uh, CCMF here in June. Oh, is he? So I take off that, that whole week. Yeah, well, I didn't get tickets. That sold out already, right? Yeah, you can buy tickets from people selling them. Oh, really? Um, I might try to. Uh, let me know because I always have friends that are like can't go or whatever. Really? Yeah, we okay. have a group of people. Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell me the dates, but. Um, it's like the second weekend of June. It's like the oh, 11th really? through the 14th or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go because that looks like a good time. Yeah. It's right there at the strip, right? Like, uh, it's right it's, on the ocean. Golly. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we used, my wife and I used to travel a lot to go to country shows. Yeah. Like, you know, we go to a few a year, mm -hmm. but now we just, we just buy that ticket really? and we get to see four days of. That's it. Yeah. Do y'all like uh, Four days go back it. home every day, or y'all? No. So we take our motor home, and uh, there's like eight of us mm. that rent a um, like 
quarter of a block. Really? I'll yeah. Say, oh, like tailgating. Yeah. So we there's we we corral our motorhomes in a big square. We put this big circus tent in the middle, uh-huh. and we party. We cook. We all stay That's there. The way to do it. We do it legal through the city. Like we have city permit to be there. Uh-huh. Um, we last year we had food trucks show up, and then we yeah. just buy our food from food trucks. Oh wow! And it's literally a block away. So we just walk to it. Yeah, that's the way to go. Oh, it's sign me up for that. It is sick, dude. We have a great time. That would be awesome. Um, but ever since we started doing CCMF, like, yeah, that's once a year we get to see like fifty people. Yeah, that's pretty good. We don't have to travel anymore. Every now and then, there's a good show pops up at the House of Blues. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's the one that. Yeah, I I think I know where that's at. It's a good place. The the sound there is amazing. That's cool. Um, But. We wanted like Hardy popped up. We went and saw Kojo up at um in mm. Greenville. Oh, did you? Yeah, That's when cool. he was there at the, um, the outdoor place there. The outdoor amphitheater. Yeah. I went and saw Co itself up there. Yeah, I yeah. like Co too. Cool. Um, but this year, dude, the lineup is it's good. Sick. I haven't even looked at it, but yeah, yeah it's like I'm down. I love country music. Hardy and and Morgan Wallen, Miranda yeah. Lambert, and Brooks and Dunn. Those are the four headliners. But That'd then like everybody underneath is good. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a Dang. good year. Well, I might if you find extra tickets, let me know. I'll let you know. Now that I know you're I'll looking. have to hit up Cam and everybody and see if they want to I'll see what's available. Yeah, if we can find a couple at least. Yeah. There's always like my group, like a month beforehand they'll start yeah. popping up for sale. Yeah. Heck yeah. So be fun. Sweet. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I know you gotta drive home and Yeah, what uh, time is it? I don't know. Four o'clock, yeah. Perfect. I think we what we do two and a half, three? That's not bad. Three hours, man. Yeah, dang. Didn't feel like that long. Well, I appreciate you yeah, and uh, appreciate it as well. It's fun. Wheel and trigger, man. It's uh, yeah, good content. I like it. Yeah, one of the best painters in RC right now. Yes, and sir. Uh, if you're looking for paint, you know where to find him. He posted it or he said it a little bit ago. Um, I'll post the stuff in the links of the YouTube and on our um, all of our podcast stuff. So yeah. And I appreciate having me on. It's fun. Yeah, man. So. I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks at Psycho and uh, yeah. appreciate you making the trip. Yeah, thank you, Brent. Appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for the support over the years. So, Absolutely. Thanks. Support those who support you. That's this right. Is, uh, it's important that we keep uh, keep the industry moving. So. That is right. All right, brother. Appreciate it, Brent. It was fun. Yes, sir. We out. See y'all. Well, that was fun. So it is made possible by the boys over at Racecraft. They don't suck, and neither should you. So get your pit game on point with the command module, the wadule, and mini module. Don't forget the flocking amazing pitting accessories or the all-new flock foil that fits nearly every 1-8 chassis and comes in many amazing colors. Use coupon code Wheel and Trigger at racecraft-usa.com for 10% off your entire order. That is Wheel and Trigger with the ampersand at www.racecraft-usa.com. So get on board at Racecraft. We know how to party, and we f*** hard.